so uh yeah so hello internet this is the drunk and the ugly we're doing uh we're doing fear itself i almost said red markets because i'm too used to saying that on wednesdays um we're doing yeah yeah we're doing fear itself this is a game i'm playtesting for gen con 2016 um Let's see. Uh, so this is a uh, everybody in this game is playing uh, various kinds of spacemen, uh, uh, astronauts, or space cosmic. people. Yes, space people. Sorry, I should be gender neutral. It's uh, it's 2015. What the fuck is wrong with me? Um, so yes, uh, everybody here is playing a is playing some kind of spacefarer on the International Space Station. Um, we actually have an equal proportion of astronauts and cosmonauts in the party now. Um, Ooh, Mother Russia. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, uh, I guess some basic information, because so, you guys would know this since you've lived here for three months, um, at this point, three or three or five months, depending on which crew you're part of. Um, the International Space Station is the size of a football field, um, or for, I don't know, any of our Canadian listeners, the size of 10 hockey rinks. Um, most of that is dedicated to the solar array wings. The main section that you would live in is in the center of this picture with the NASA goalposts on each side. Um, and that's about, that area is about the size of a three bedroom house. Um, the space station's broken up into seven different modules. If you want to really get crazy, here's a picture that has literally everything on the station listed, including a space, including the space shuttle, which is not there because the space shuttle does not fly anymore. Ooh, many sad um, days. But. So, uh, yeah. So your main, so your main duties here are to first off be the experiments. Uh, you're, it's kind of testing. Uh, it's kind of testing the uh, manned space flight, uh, long duration manned space flights. Um, each of you are up here. For, uh, every mission comes up here for either six or twelve months, depending on your own assignment. Um, during that time, you're uh, you're heavily micromanaged. Um, NASA has your schedule uh, broken down daily into five minute increments. Um, all of you are. Um, Just have one question about this picture you linked. There's uh, there's there's three ominously named pods on here: tranquility, unity, and harmony. Yes, those are actually uh, all. Which, of, that's which actually of all these of, is Shodan in? <laughs> uh, all of them. Uh, ISS is ISS is is System Shock. Um, but yeah, no tranquility, uh, tranquility, harmony, and unity are the names of the uh, of the major parts of the U.S. side of the uh, ISS. Um, in fact, Unity is so named because it connects the Russian segment and the United and the U.S. segment, or the the non-Russian segment, because uh, that segment also includes. Uh, let's see, uh, Destiny is U.S., but then you have uh, fucking uh, the Gem, the Japanese experimental module. You have the Columbus Lab that was provided by the ESA. You got the Canadarm, which was uh, made by Canada. Um. <laughs> Yeah, there's a giant like Canadian flag on it, and then just in like oh, I time, know, it's and great. then in I time, absolutely. and then in Times New Roman, it just says Canada across like the middle segment. I know it is. It is the it is the quaintest, most wonderful thing. Next to the cupola, it is probably my favorite thing on the ISS. Yes. Um. So, uh, talking about this, um, so the uh, so the common uh, so the the main segments of the of this place you'd be when you're not working. Um, I think uh, it's uh trank it's yeah tranquility uh contains all of the contains all the exercise gear for your mandated two hours of exercise every day um let's see uh it's also that's also where the uh, cupola module is mounted 
Um, and then I think um, it's Harmony. Yeah, it's the Harmony node that has the dining that has the uh, U.S. dining table and a TV in it. Um, most people spend. Uh, and then the I think in the the section just above the gem, there's board games and instruments and stuff. Um, so let's flipping also, the table must be awesome. Or <laughs> life threatening. Oh God, it's in the <laughs> ventilator. <laughs> ah, damn it! I inhaled a pawn. God, who let that D four in there? Hey, to be Fuck. fair, you can inhale pawns on Earth too. It's not unique to space. <laughs> but but never mind. This is a conversation that can go all night. <laughs> it's like that fucking King of the Hill episode where Bobby keeps inhaling all the beans from. Don't spill the beans. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, just hit the table. The projectile goes flying, and then somebody's got an open mouth. I'll tell you. Oh, oh, oh. And then you know that's yep. how you inhale it. Yep. And that's that's how anyway, you die. That's sorry. how that's how we get dead astronauts. Do you want dead astronauts? Because yep. that's how we get them. <laughs> we're probably going to hit it anyway because we're in a fear itself game. But anyway, spoilers. Um, yeah. All no, right. Spoilers on game system. All right. Um. <laughs> All right, so um, let's see. So presently, uh, all right, yeah. So like I was saying before, you're heavily fucking micromanaged by NASA. Um, you have uh one, you have uh one day that has, which is like eight hours of work, eight hours of sleep, two hours of exercise, and then some, and then some like free time in between there. Um, except for uh Saturday is basically all space station chores, and Sunday is uh, some space station chores, and then it's the rest of, and then the rest of the day off because America. Um, and so, uh, to so to start this off, um, in that vein, it is a it is a Sunday. Um, you have uh, you're actually finishing up most of your station duties for today, um, or you have finished up, or you're exercising, or whatever. Um, so I guess uh, where where is everybody and what are you doing? So we're introducing characters. Yes, we are. In <laughs> fact, uh, so I have uh, so to kick off where I was uh, definitely not letting a dude into my apartment to get a mattress. Um, I have four players with me now, um, so I'll just go left to right on my screen. So Kevin, who are you playing? Uh, I'm playing Kazimir Alexevich Perona. He's a former Russian Air Force pilot, but he didn't see combat. He's still, I guess, probably around. I don't know, what's the average age for an astronaut or a cosmonaut? Probably around um, twenty-five, thirty. Yeah, I mean, they can. They, you can. You uh, astronauts are as old as like fifty. Okay, I'll say um, he's probably usually. Around... Yeah, they usually retire from the military into like into the space corps. Okay, I'll say he's fairly young. He's been trying to do this since he was since he started. But, uh, so, so he's probably around twenty-eight. Okay. Cool beans. Cool beans. Uh, axe. All right. I'm playing Leah Sullivan, a uh, U.S. Air Force uh, medical researcher, and she's up here making sure people don't explode and whatnot, and seeing you know the effects of, of uh, long-term space habitation and whatnot. Uh, Aaron, uh, why don't you introduce your character? Oh, hey, uh, this is Aaron, uh, and I am playing Edward uh, Edonidovich uh, Salko. Uh, he is a 42-year-old uh, uh, previous military uh, cosmonaut, a shorter man around 4'8", with a bulky physique, uh, thick beard, and hair's 
stuff and several patriotic tattoos, which I don't know, would that would actually be full of USSR tattoos with his age? Uh, or? That is, it is not explained. Okay. Fill, fill in the canvas as you okay. see fits. So, all right, it won't have stalled. I, I think there'll be a Lenin there up somewhere just because of yes where he's at. Um, now, he seems to he is uh, one of the capsule commanders, so for the Soyuz, bringing up supplies uh, and his sources of stability are set as mother Russia scientific progress and any pictures of his family. Oh, and he wants fame. He, he absolutely wants every Russian to know that he was a capsule commander. <laughs> He's that guy. He, he is that guy. You need to know his name. I will be in history. Damn it. <laughs> All right. And Ross. <laughs> hey, this is Ross Baton with Roleplay Bubble Green. Oh, wait, I'm on another podcast. Yeah, it's the drunken uh, ugly Ross. Come on. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. Great interrupt me uh so during my introduction great great job there so uh i'm playing uh nayato edogawa uh japanese woman short hair a huge kaiju fan uh who looks down on anybody else who makes pop culture references uh and is a member of the japanese self-defense force uh mp would that be military police or is that just a rank i'm not sure there's not really a lot of stuff in the way of notes uh, but she has cop talk, so I guess she is a cop in space. She is the space cop. She is and the she space cop. Yes. With an iron fist. Wait, are you yes. that space cop from Thundercats then? Because that's the only one I can think of right now. You <laughs> are insubordinate for making American pop culture references. Fine, whatever. <laughs> whatever, Mothra. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that would be. You're more of a Biolante. Uh, you, <laughs> with your just disgusting. At you least know. I'm not Gorgo. Uh, uh, you are well. That is not even ba- we don't we don't talk about Gorgo. So so. <laughs> All right. Um. So what do you guys? Uh. So it is. Yeah. So like I was saying before, it is Sunday. Um. You have most of you have most of the day free. Um. So you're either finishing up assignments or exercising or whichever thing. Um. Where are you guys? What are you doing? Alternately, uh, I am alternately why <laughs> I am answering uh, messages on Twitter and Internet to uh, my Legion of Adoring fans uh, on Earth. Uh, ah, yes, the Chris so, Hadfield yeah. approach. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and yeah, shooting pictures and video from the cupola and that kind of thing being very popular. Yes, sure. Uh, let's see. Um uh, Edward, Edward, oh Edward, yeah, I guess Edward. Um, I am pro- not like I am uh, actually just finishing up with a uh, EVA check, just a weekly thing that they had asked us to do. I'm coming in and coming in from that, and then heading down to the gym. So, um, yeah, okay, you, yeah, you're you're desuiting. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a. I wouldn't say you're coming in because then your next like oh no yeah your, your yeah, next be, I meant to hours say I was would in be the taking D- your spacesuit off. Yeah no, yeah I'm in the middle of that basically putting all my suit the taking myself out of the suit and making sure everything's checked in before I go down to the gym. Sure sure uh do 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 um so then uh Casimir uh so Casimir is probably doing routine diagnostic tests on the uh, station equipment and the capsules. Uh, yeah, sure. One, one capsule. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, your your mission is your mission's uh, getting close to your mission's getting close to ending. You're uh, doing some tests to make sure all the Soyuz stuff works. Um, 
All right, and uh, uh, Leah. Um, probably in the gym. Uh, I don't know. Probably working out optimal ways for the astronauts to retain muscle mass. Sure. Yeah, you're either weightlifting or running on a treadmill. There, there is a weight machine in space, and it does work. Yeah. Uses uses pumps (laughs) and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. And let's just break down. Just so, talk about how space is awesome. Yes. Yeah, I'm actually space is awesome now. Now I really want to look up the the weightless treadmill. <laughs> yeah, otherwise known as the Colbert, um, or the combined uh, the combined uh, orbital uh, loading resistive something resistive treadmill. Um, it was named for Stephen Colbert. Uh, all right, and I don't know uh, your other two crewmates, Galileo and Viola, are I don't know playing chess off in the gym. Uh, so let's see. Um, uh, so uh, Nauto, uh, you get a uh, over the uh, speakers, I guess, near your personal quarters. Um, you get a station. This is Houston. Do you copy? Uh, yes, I copy. Station. We have uh, station. We've received reports of uh, we received reports of uh, some um, of an uh, unknown object uh, in orbit. Um, it's uh, Projections say that it's going. It's coming close to the station. Um, advise to uh, advise to uh, shelter in place. Move to the Soyuz. Uh, all right. I, I uh, copy that. Uh, we will move to the Soyuz as per, per procedure. Uh, we will keep an eye out. Thank you. All right. So I will put the alert out or go on the PA like uh, something's going up, guys. Uh, so please head to your capsule uh, with all due quickness. Yes. All right. So. There's um, an object it's heading our way. Please get in the thing. So, okay, I'll pull up. So, no, no, just go to the capsule. Well, uh, I'm going to my capsule. Good, capsule commander. Okay, yeah, go command your capsule. I will. Great, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'll start heading up there and making the checks for uh, the checks. Although I'll kind of switch on the intercom once they go. To, uh, it's like, uh, did they say what trajectory it was coming from? Um, nope, I didn't ask. Yeah, they, uh, they just, yeah, they, they, they haven't, they haven't said too much on it. They've just gotten a, they've just gotten a basic like trajectory. Okay, so, hmm. so I'll start. Uh, yeah, I'll make my way back up there. All right. Yeah, I'm um, not sure there's any other procedures you need to observe before yeah. you get in it, but assume those are done. Yeah. yeah, you basically get inside and you close the hatch and kind of pull a checklist. So, uh, do we have suits that we need to get into? Um, there are, uh, do you have the, there are the Sokol suits, um, oh. but, uh, for a shelter in place kind of thing, um, it's mostly just important that you're inside. Okay. So. Um, you're still wearing like your thermal underwear from the, uh, from the EVA suit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or the warm. So, okay. Yeah. We'll just get in there. Um, are we splitting the crews up? Between yes. The two capsules? Um, I'll say that, uh, Kevin and Axe, um, are in, uh, are in one capsule and, uh, you and Ross are in the other capsule. Um, and let's see, uh, they get Viola, you get Galileo. I'm going to open these character sheets so I don't forget their names. <laughs> <laughs> Or just have them die immediately to whatever <laughs> calamity, so we don't have to worry about them. Uh, you, you don't want to get attached to the, the NPC meat, do you, Ross? Well, I learned the names of, the, of those NPCs in that Delta Green game, and that was a terrible idea. 
Yeah. What, what, what situation? Pretty, pretty red shirts on too. We had twelve <laughs> red shirts. It did not help. Actually, did help because. Is there any situation you can imagine where they die and the rest of us in these tiny capsules do not? Uh, <laughs> go fight that vacuum. Thanks. Well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like maybe they don't make it to the capsule in time. <sighs> Man, you're bloodthirsty. Cold. <laughs> my, GM, my GM instincts uh, kick in regardless. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, once Ross and uh, yeah. LA are in, we'll lock up. All right, yeah. Um, yeah, once, you, uh, once you're once you inside, um, let's see. Um, can we turn on the, the comms and the... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 assumed, I assumed you did that so that you can stay in contact with Houston. So, And um, I actually forgot from... Uh, the ISS is it only like a minute? A minute? Uh, how long is the delay? It's like five seconds. Five seconds. Okay. It's how long? That's how long it takes so. for the for the everything to process it and feed it to you. Process like you're it. you're not that far from ground. So, uh, uh, yeah. Once we're all in, I'll just send back the message. Houston, uh, all crews are accounted for on both Soyuz capsules. Uh, please advise. Say Casimir does everything by the book, and I'm sure there are well-established procedures. Oh yeah, no. If you want to, uh, fun fact: if you want to know exactly what the procedures are, you can download the ISS instruction manual online from NASA. It's 18 volumes. That's interesting. If there's 18 volumes, and one of them is just error codes. Huh. <laughs> just 300 I... pages of error codes. <laughs> and Matt read. It has read them all. So tell us, Matt, uh, what, <laughs> what are we doing for great detail? <laughs> sure, the listeners want to know all about it. Yeah, well, which, which, how many? How do you want to? You want to hear about all the different ways the oxygen alarms can tell you there's a hole breach? All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to be the new Bob Ross on Twitch, just reading off <laughs> ISS emergency codes. <laughs> Wrong. No titanium white. Ruined. And also, ruined takes on an entirely different meaning. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, um, Houston comes back. Uh, affirmative station. Uh, we're getting. We're keeping in touch with uh, 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 station. We've uh, station. We've received a. Uh, we received a. Uh, received word from NORAD. They're detecting. Uh, they're detecting a, another. Uh, another object. It appears to appears to have hit the first object. And and at that point, you all feel a massive rattling through the station, um, followed by a loud bang that quickly fades off. Um, and each of you are shaken and uh, notice a notice a sudden uh, acceleration towards the walls of your towards the walls of your respective capsules. Ooh, so uh, we need to roll. And the whole station kind of... is moving. Um, yes, that's um, not supposed to happen. That's odd. <laughs> On a scale not... of like one to ten, how much of an emergency is that? Uh, well, you heard sound, and then you quickly did not hear sound. And you know that atmosphere is necessary to carry a sound wave. Yeah. So uh, that that might be a, a handy dandy breach somewhere. So. Yeah. Uh, there are uh, your the the Soyuz is equipped with uh, is equipped with multiple different tiny windows you can look out of. I will so, look out that yeah, window as I will look out the opposite. All right. Yeah. Um. So you see that the uh you see that. Uh, uh, what you what you immediately see uh, is that the uh, the station is uh, currently in uh, four large separate parts 
with now a uh, a large a uh, ever increasing field of tiny bits of debris um, trailing in what you're guessing were the uh, were the sources of the impact. Um, you also see that on the you also see that from the end of the uh, um, especially since you're close to it being on the uh, Russian segment, uh, you can see the um, uh, a segment with the uh, with the AT with the uh, the ATV, which is the European uh, transfer vehicle, um, slowly tumbling end over end. Um, and uh, I'm gonna say that both of you can make a stability check as you see uh, your former home destroyed. You can you can roll that for me. I trust you. Okay, Doke, you gonna spend anything? Wow. Uh, nah. All right. Let it let it roll. All right. You're actually okay. <laughs> so, so there you go. I uh, spent one and got four. All right. Um. Yeah. Both of you. Both of you are fine. You have. Uh. You have survived at least. Um. Although this. Uh. The station is. Although the station is currently. Um. I mean the station is ruined. Um. And as you uh, as you're looking out on this, you realize that the uh, that the cloud of debris coming from uh, coming from the station is going to uh, you re- you recognize a couple of things. First, that the cloud of debris coming from the station is going to steadily uh, increase in size, and um, as the station drifts apart, it's probably going to it's probably going to start hitting other uh, other low orbit um, other low orbit satellites, um, probably ones in polar orbits, and Within seven eight orbits, there's probably going to be uh, there's there's going to be a debris cloud so dense that um, across the planet pretty much uniformly that uh, nothing can nothing will be able to launch from the uh, from the Earth for decades. What? Uh, um. It's well. Uh, t- I think it's time to get our ass back to Terra Firma before we're trapped up here. Yes, and also this is a further hit home by how you notice that the uh, the the section with the ATV slowly tumbling end over end is uh, on a is on a course for another portion of the station that is now floating free. Um, both of you from your both of you from your uh, uh, from your basic understanding of rocketry know that the ATV is filled with uh, hydrazine. Which um, basically, uh, basically, hydrazine and another chemical that I can't remember the name of right now are the rocket fuel in there. And the way they work is they're just two chemicals that when you put them together, they explode. Um, so you're looking at a very, very large bomb on a uh, on a timer that you're not quite sure of. Oh God! Do you, do you get the feeling that we're going to have to make one of those uh, wonderful World Wars D Sophie's choices? Specifically with the the International Space Station. Uh, uh, we need to get our yeah, get our asteroids. Let's let's not pontificate now. Let's point yeah. down and shoot. Yeah, rocks. um, we need to. Uh, yeah, you guys are. Chain of command. I'm start? starting. Yeah, I'm going to start the process. Uh, have have we actually been able to establish communications with the other uh with each other on both the capsules? Um, yeah. If you guys try, you can. Uh, you get a ping from the other. Vehicle. Okay, just opening up, saying we're. Be- Getting descent procedures. Uh, we need. That's like we're getting out of here. Um, looking back at uh, um, Noto. Uh, that's like. Can you get a line back? To, that's like to NASA telling them we're incoming. <laughs> They'll find out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is Sorry. what is the procedure? Is there a chain of command? Is uh, the ground in command? Are the crew in command? Um, I don't actually pres- know how that works. Uh, Present. Um, you guys could try and contact the ground. Yeah, so that's covered in volume sixteen. Oh God, 
everything has gone wrong. Oh god, everything's <laughs> on fire start... and then quickly wasn't. Yeah. Kessler will uh, start getting into the pilot seat, I guess. Kessler yeah. syndrome. Is... Not just a Scott band name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, just setting up uh, for, yeah, just buckling in, starting to get on any of the other pressure suits that we need. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know that you know from the sound, you know from the sound of the debris pinging off of your ship, um, you probably don't have you you may not have that long. Oh shit! Okay, so let's yeah, I'm just getting it prepped for uh, for the descent. So, um, telling Galileo to not to like to go ahead and begin his procedures. So, uh, uh, for that, sure, sure uh, thing, sir. Zip uh, zip. Do you need me to start rolling anything for uh, either computer science or this to keep uh, to actually uh, keep with our procedures? Um, Scumshoe, you just spend or pilot or yeah, it would be yeah. Spend spend points from spend points from driving to punch in a, to punch in a descent course. Okay, well, driving is general, but yeah, so, yeah. Uh, well, we're we're driving in space, so okay. I will go ahead and spend uh, two on that. All right, and Casimir, uh, what do I need to spend here? It's uh, you can make a driving roll. Okay, I'll spend probably three to disengage at this point. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, to properly undock and other things. You kind of have to shimmy the docking. You kind of have to shimmy the docking point loose as the docking thing loose as it's you know attached to your vehicle. Yeah, five. All right, and, and yeah. I assume that now those sections are probably not powered right or working right. Um. Well, the thing is, the only the only important part of that is actually your vehicle. Um. Your vehicle has all, and your vehicle still actually has a bit of power since it pulled some off of the station. Um, so yeah, you're with a five, with a five, it's kind of fiddly, but you're able to, you're able to, uh, disconnect the other sections and, uh, get, get clear enough of the debris field, um, before punching in a descent trajectory. And so, uh, okay. So we'll try to get there. Um, do we have a designated, uh, do we have usually a designated safe landing spot? Cause I, I know um, you that you do, yeah. but again, you have the, uh, you're not sure how you're not, sh- you, you'd have to wait more orbits than you think you have presently to do that so okay uh, so casimir uh, will start trying to get distant but uh until he hears from ground he's not going to start preparing for descent so have we gotten an answer back from houston yet uh houston has been quiet um okay. let's see uh what do you do you have you have science right yeah Yes, I do. I, I met in computer science. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, a point of yeah, uh, a point of science. Um, okay. you realize you can't get in contact with Houston because all of the high gain antennas that would contact Houston were on the station. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the Soyuz still has to be able to communicate, right? Yeah, you can get in contact with Baikonur. You can switch over so. to you can switch over to. Oh Cos- no, but I mean. Like the Soyuz must be able to contact ground too, though, shouldn't yeah. they? Yeah, it, norm- it does it. It does it through the station. There's another relay that can contact that can con- they can contact uh, the Cosmodrome. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will go ahead and switch over to that and just say uh, we have an emergency. So, well, it's like emergency relaying uh, station is destroyed and is currently in descent to a descent that will cause a collision with that's like other satellites. Possibly resulting in a Kepler, uh, a Kessler situation. Please advise. We cannot end what you please. Okay, I can actually tell if that's the acting or if that's actually Skype cutting out. <laughs> so. It's great role play. It is so. 
Okay. Um, is there anything? Could I possibly use a uh, another science a point of science to see if I can boost the gain on? Um, the thing that you realize, uh, the thing that you realize is that the uh, likely other, likely something that was damaged in the, likely something that was damaged in the uh, explosion in debris antenna. fields was the antenna. Son of a bitch! I'm gonna con- see if I can contact our sister Soyuz, uh, and just uh, and ask. Uh, our it seems our long range antenna is not communi- is not uh, working. Can you try to get a hold of the Cosmodrome? Do we have uh, communication with the Soyuz? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's a little it's a little fiddly, but yeah. So they're 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 to, uh, they're they're not cutting they're not cutting out as much, but you can you can understand what they're saying. Roger, Leah, please try to establish communication. Uh, let's see. Okay. So, would it be science for somebody to do that? Um, just in general. Yeah, it'd be. I'd say yeah. Or mechanics. Or mechan- Yeah. It, it, mechanic. Mechanics would be if you're trying to do an EVA. You could try and do science to. You could, I'll say a science spend. You can create okay. an advantage. I'll spend science then, sure. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You managed to. You managed to finagle some stuff, and it's uh. Yeah. Uh. You have a ground link with uh. Baikonur. <laughs> Speak the words that will save our lives. <laughs> kind of. You know. Just look over to uh. I'm sorry, which which Russians with me? Casimir? Yeah, Casimir. Uh, yeah. It's, it's this is his boat, so uh, I've got I've got the link. Uh tell him whatever you need to tell him. Uh, we have a catastrophic situation here. Requesting orders. Yes, expedition forty eight. Uh we we've received word from we've received a word from Houston. Uh current orders are current orders are immediate deorbit. Uh, please to please activate your signal beacons when you when you touch down. We will uh, we will commence rescue. Acknowledged. We will begin descent. Leah, please contact the Soyuz. Relay orders, and he'll start the descent procedure. <sighs> great, 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 great. Um, what side of the Earth were we on when the accident happened? Um, let's see. Uh, let me look at a map. Um, no, I don't want to take a look at Chicago. <laughs> Land in Chicago. There you go. You'll look at Chicago and you'll like it. I mean, most times hey, I was... would. I'm just trying not, I'm not, just not trying to get downtown right now. Well, see, they're just trying to figure you out based on what you know. You're just telling Google to work harder on knowing everything about you. Um, let's see. Right now you guys are, right now you guys are, uh, basically, um, uh, you're about to come in over California. Um, you're cur- currently trailing over the Pacific. Oh, um, good. That's nice. Oh, uh, and while I was th- thinking, are the Soyuz that we're in? They're primarily made for ground landings, right? Yes. Um, yeah, you could. Yeah, it would be. Um, you know, if you you know if you uh, if you uh, if you punched out right now, it would probably. Um, given the, given all of the proper descent stages, cause you basically just punch this in and the computer does all the flying for you. Yeah. Um, it would land you over, it would land you, um, from your, from rough calculations, uh, somewhere over central Asia. Okay. So we, uh, so they would be, um, and how that would probably be a couple hours for them to get to us. Cause once we hit there that we're gravity's going to reestablish itself in our bodies and we're going to be stuck for the most part. 
So, but we're, I mean, we won't be invalid. I mean, we 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 can still move. We won't be, you know, super well, strong. Actually, something because uh, how long like we... natural history or science for for me as the medical person to determine like what sort of because like this is an emergency, so certain parameters probably aren't being observed. Is there something I should be on the lookout for? Is basically what I'm asking. Um, like which uh which thing on um, which thing are you trying to be on the lookout for? Well, like, I'm saying, like, this isn't how things are normally done, so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out if there are any hazards medically that. So, like, coming up from the bottom of the ocean, where you? Have uh, to no, you don't. Things. You don't get the space bends. Um, the main thing you know is the main thing you know is that it's gonna is that it's gonna kind of. Um, so you know, as the you know, as the doctor, that the uh, that the general rule of thumb is once you come back from space, it's a day of rehab for every day in orbit. Um, you're not going to be how long have, like, I meant to ask how long have we been orbiting uh, about, on this... uh, respectively three and five months. Um, Casimir and Leah have been, have been on part of the, have been part of the other mission. They just passed command over to Nalto, um, like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. So oh, fine. It's fine. Over, it's fine. Uh, at the, the one who is at the least right now is over 90 days. That's uh, fine. We're fine. So. It's right. not like we have a choice. It's not like we can. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just put it off for now. Let's let's go vacation on the moon. Uh, I have the shotguns if necessary. We'll end this like a Cthulhu game proper. Wow. We got a better shot on Earth than space. Yeah, <laughs> true. At least you have air on the Earth. That is true. Yeah, we don't have George Clooney to save us in space now. We're we're, we're it's just us. Or and we're not awesome enough to be Matt Damon in The Martian. <laughs> uh, uh, well. Matt Damon just has problems getting lost. That's, that's him, no matter how much it costs. <laughs> but sometimes it's his job. Well, okay. So, and uh, roughly, how once we start landing procedures, how close can we get both capsules together? Because it's going to be a, it, it'll probably be spitballing it at best. I'm assuming. Yeah. Um. You. You. If you. Uh. I'll say if you're. I'll say with the with the piloting role, um, you can probably get them. Uh, you're guessing you can probably get you, if you're lucky, you can get them within about within like uh, a mile or two of each other. Um, this is all subject to wind, since you come in under a parachute. Yeah, because terminal velocity is not a fun way to come in. So yeah, no litho braking. It's not for <laughs> living people. <laughs> all right, so uh, just. Getting everything set up with our uh, just kind of quickly putting in the uh, once we set up the calculations quickly getting in pressure suit locking ourselves in and say all right hold on kids so uh, and also making sure that uh, while we're doing this relaying messages through the the our uh, sister so we use that has the active connection to the the uh, cosmodrome uh, telling just informing them about our decision uh, about our progress and hopefully they'll be able to track us from the emer- from that emergency beacon once it goes live once when we're landside uh, land side again yeah no assuming she doesn't have anything to do uh like during the uh preparations for descent like she, just relay, like relaying since they have the active connection sure yeah. yeah yeah you give them the yeah you give them the approximate uh you give them the approximate uh place you're going to uh, where you where you believe you're going to touch down and they're uh, yeah they're keeping a uh, yeah they they note that they're uh, keeping an eye on it. Uh, they again they say remember to turn on your emergency beacon. 
Yeah. I mean, um, we'll go down. I mean, there's not. There's yeah, not we, much, we all right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You guys. All right. You guys punch in. We uh, choose not to die. Yes. Or to try not to die. That, that's pretty much it. Yes. All right. So you punch in the. Uh, you punch in the deorbits. Um. You can feel. Uh, you can feel some pressure against your backs as the Soyuz engines kick on. Um. And about. Uh, about. Two minutes later, uh, that pressure is uh, that pressure is relieved um, as you're now uh, as you're now going into well you're, you've always been in freefall but now you're beginning your descent uh, to the planets. Um, it's a very it's very calm for uh, about twenty minutes and then again the pressure on your backs uh, the pressure on your backs resumes um, starts getting uh, harder and harder. Um, <clears throat> You start kind of feeling a, uh, you start feeling sort of uh, some some oscillations through the craft. Um, you're kind of getting shaken around in your seats as you're uh, as you're coming back down. Um, at about uh, at about thirty minutes in, uh, you hear uh, you hear two loud bangs, um, or a loud bang on either side of your uh, of your uh, module. Uh, of the section you're in as the uh, the orbital module and the service module um, blow off from either side as per their uh, as per their parameters <clears throat> um, there's just a diagram and, in case you want to know um, and uh, I was gonna say is this uh, all uh, does this all actually feel normal to what we've trained with before or actually been on if we've been on multiple missions um it does, although I'll say um, I'll say it's for uh, Nalto and Edward. Um, you notice that you notice that the oscillation after the uh, after you hear the uh, after you hear the bangs, the oscillation actually begins to pick up a bit, and you start uh, you kind of hold yourselves in as the as the vehicle begins as the vehicle begins to spin, um, and uh, you know this is not the way this is supposed to go. Um, so I'll, uh, make a stability roll. <laughs> Yeah, that that's uh, is that for all of, or just us? That's for that's for you two. The other two are actually having a pretty good time. Nice, Woo! good roll for me. Uh, I am spending. Uh, I'm spending at least three. Just cause. no spend. All right, no spend. All right. Holy shit! All right, yeah. Nalto is uh, a station command with a fucking six. Yeah, oh and I got a six two, so I shouldn't have spent that. Both so of you were just fucking zen. Like if we were I, just iron, just if I die, I'll die quickly. So I will be a national hero. <laughs> I will die with honor. Like Are we able to uh, see that there's something wrong with their capsule? Uh, you can Are barely see you, their you, capsule you, at you, all. You can't really see anything at this point. You're buckled into the okay. sides. You have like a dinner plate window that's like about a foot down from you basically and the most right now what you can see out of it is re-entry plasma okay um also at this point your radio uh your radio actually kicks off as the magnetic disruption from the plasma sends you into radio darkness um and so uh let's see nato and uh nato and edward that is your name um yeah you can you uh the vehicle is uh you could feel the 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 accelerations coming from the wrong coming from the wrong directions. Uh, you can see the reentry plasma much more brightly against one of the windows. It begins to feel kind of hot in the vessel. Um, you can you can smell something. You can smell something smoking. And oh, then uh, as things seem to get worse, uh, suddenly uh, suddenly the vessel uh, returns to proper form, and the oscillation the oscillations even out, and you seem to be uh, coming in. You seem to be coming in as expected. Um, do we know if uh, 
just uh, I pro- we probably can't do analysis, at least a short-term analysis of it, but would uh, at least a science spend say, uh, identify that as that we were coming in at a wrong angle and we just kind of immediately corrected ourselves? Um, no, uh, I'll just say because uh, you lost the ability to correct yourselves when you blew the service module off. Okay. Um, so uh, I'll I'll say with a sure if you want if you want to spend a point of science. Um, I'll say you know very you know very uh you realize what happened is that the uh the orbital segment um the or the uh actually no it was the uh, it's the uh, the service module uh decoupled uh decoupled wrong uh one of the explosive bolts probably didn't cut all the wiring and it just kind of hung on and really fucked up your descent profile and that's why oh god we're we're going to land so far off where all we were targeted this was covered in the uh, volume 11 of the guide. So use one to be a pilot of the module. God damn it. <laughs> damn it. Damn it, Ross. Damn it. Jeez. It was not here. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. That's an RPPR staple. We don't have to infect the drunken ugly with it. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> Vehemently. <laughs> we have crappy uh, jokes, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Cap. We have Zach. I'm not sure if I should be complimented by that or insulted because uh, i thought that was a brilliant pun uh, it was good as puns go but yeah exactly okay all yes. right that's fair this is about the best i could ask for <laughs> all right and about <sighs> uh and about 40 and about 40 minutes in um you uh 40 minutes in the uh you notice the the ranch or the uh the reentry plasma is gone um the vehicle you're feeling uh, a lot of G-loading as the vehicle's now still being buffeted by the atmosphere. You hear a loud bang coming from the uh, from one side of the descent, uh, from one part of the descent vehicle, and the uh, the acceleration kicks in real hard against you. As you know, the uh, the hyper the, the supersonic drogue chute is currently slowing you down to a uh, to a manageable pace. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> And then, uh, and then you feel, uh, you feel, uh, the force against your backs let up and then kick in, uh, and then kick in once more as the, uh, as the drogue chute gets cut away and the, uh, the landing parachute finally deploys. And, um, both of you, uh, both of you are now in a, uh, now in a, uh, a very calm, slow spin. Um, you can see through your windows, uh, you can see through your windows clouds, uh, in the sky as you've now passed below cloud cover oh, so at least this is getting at least we're back in the control descent um do we have radio control again um you should but trying to trying to use the uh trying to use the radio um you can't seem to hail you can't seem to hail anything uh, realize that probably the bad descent profile you had probably melted off your radio antenna damn it i blame you how uh, you're, uh, would, do you, would you like to? Would you have liked? You're the to, commander. I'll fight. All fault lies with you. We're not doing in fault because some random object stops at you at your desk. Yes, so. because I could have completely anticipated the rogue X uh, phantom object hitting the station, tearing it into shrapnel, and then immediately damaging our capsule. Well, I'm glad, commander. Accept, I'm glad you accept your responsibility. The Go good news is you're going to be famous. Yeah, that's the guy who lost the ISS. That would be up to the that would up to you, the station commander. Not my fault. No, no, I'm no. no. My for, station commander's the guy. I'm going for I'm fame, the person, not infamy. 
Yeah. Who, bear, who, this, who survived this despite the So I'm the guy who got the capsule, capsule down, even though it was in a damaged state. Hmm? Sorry, what was that ask? So, so this seems less than constructive. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I couldn't hear what you were jaxing. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey. All right. So where are we? Can we see yet? Um, no, uh, not, not, not yet. Although, uh, you do see, um, actually you wouldn't cause this, this thing's still really hot. Um, so, uh, about 20 minutes later, uh, there is, uh, as you reach, uh, five meters from the ground, there is one last loud bang as your soft landing thrusters engage, which are basically just plastic explosives on the bottom of the ship. Um, nice. and your vessel and your vessel, uh, touches down and then, uh, tips over. As wind, as a gust of wind catches the parachute. Oh. Um, and uh, you notice from uh, you notice from uh, your window, um, looking out the window, you can see uh, you can see uh, snow outside, um, which is quickly then uh, hidden by a layer of humidity as your incredibly hot vehicle uh, flashes to steam all of the snow that it just landed on. Oh. This is... Oh, so we've already hit the ground. Yeah, you guys have. You this... guys have. Tu- you guys have touched down. Okay. Um, and then let's see. Um, Ugh. and then for uh for uh not Edward, that's the other guys. Um, Team B. <laughs> yes. Uh, for Team One, you could be <laughs> Team A. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a yeah. This feels like a B anyway. Uh, so Casimir and Casimir and Leah, uh, you similarly feel the feel the explosion of the soft landing thrusters against you, and your vessel touches down and tips over and then begins rolling, and uh, starts and uh, starts uh, picking up in speed as it starts uh, as it begins rolling down a hill. Well, guessing there's not much to do but sit tight, brace yourself. Yeah, um, in the vehicle uh, as you. Uh, after a, after uh, a little bit of rolling, uh, you eventually come to a sudden. Uh, you're eventually jerked to a sudden stop. Uh, you can hear some grinding of you can hear some uh, grinding of metal against stone, um, and you finally you finally come to rest. So, oh, is everyone okay? Uh, 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 that's your vessel. Right? Oh yeah, here. yeah, yeah. We're on the other side of the continent, probably. <laughs> um, how are they? Like, or at least how is how is Leah? Uh, yeah, Le- you're yeah, Leah, you're fine. You were buckled into your seat. Um, and uh, uh Viola, uh, Viola is uh, let's see, um, uh, she's actually unconscious. She didn't have time to put her suit on, and you were, and you didn't have a lot of time to look at her. You think she might have hit her head during the uh, during the descent? Um, uh, I'm I'm okay. Uh, Viola's unconscious. Can you take care of her? Uh, yeah, on it. Yeah. Um, so, Casimir, as the capsule commander, you're actually in. You're actually in between them. Uh, just for a uh, capsule commander, always sits in the center. Here's a picture okay. of how of how you guys are fucking crammed in there. <laughs> Is uh, it possible to get past him? Because she's and she's better suited to taking care of. Yeah, I mean, you could also, yeah, uh, he could either crawl, he could either, like, crawl over, or actually, you're, you're on the, you're on, you're tipped over, so he could get out of his seat and crawl past you, um, to her, um, or you could get out of your seat and, uh, open the hatch. Well, he's gonna activate the beacon 
in and uh, try to radio for one thing. All right. Um, I'll do the, I'll do the climb over thing if he's busy with the radio. Yeah, yeah. You can you can climb over her. Um, she's hanging limply right now. You can see that she's uh, she is uh, she's breathing. Uh, she seems to have a small cut on her head. Um, and uh, Casimir, um, the uh, the signal beacon is actually um, this picture is actually important because the signal beacon is located in either of these uh, either of these emergency uh, emergency supply compartments here, um, which are cargo netted in in between the people in the ship. Oh, okay. I thought it was like on the craft. No, no, no. It's it's mobile, just in case something happens. Okay, but he'll he'll still try to get the radio then and. Uh... In radio ground. Yeah, uh, you don't uh, you don't seem to get a response. Okay, and he'll he'll go through. I assume they can also do public frequencies and stuff too if they can't reach ground. On the off chance that there's someone else in the area. Yeah, you start kind of you start kind of dialing you start kind of uh, dialing through the various frequencies. Um, you uh, eventually stops on a eventually stops on a uh, uh, you you catch it you catch a ham radio operator. Nice. That guy's gonna get a, such a postcard. <laughs> uh, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> uh, my name is Commander Kazimir Alexevich Perona, formerly of the International Space Station. Who am I speaking with? Uh, this is uh, this is Dimitri. <laughs> hello, 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 Space Commander. Uh, make your space greetings. <laughs> Hello, man from space. Thank you very much, sir. How is your spaceboat? We have safely landed. We have an injured crew member. Uh, where are you located? Uh, Moscow. <laughs> Siberia. Uh, <laughs> Tunguska. I just named places. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Stalingrad. <laughs> uh, I am located in Sringar. You're actually using real places that are near where we crashed. I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, does the craft itself still have GPS or anything uh, like that? No, that's uh, that was uh, you, you, no the the craft the craft's main thing uh, the craft's main thing is the docking is the docking radar on the front. Um, everything okay. else is managed from the ground stations. Uh, okay. Do, do we, is that a recognizable town or is that like, uh, let me take a look at your skills. <laughs> uh, whoops. And then I fucking closed out Galileo. Uh, Casimir. Even though I was with the Japanese police, I military police. I assume I walked the mean streets of the Russian continent. Uh, you trained, so you trained probably- in Russia. I'll say spend a point of history. Okay. Okay, and this again is kind of now reflect inadvertently reflecting the Space Brothers anime. <laughs> Jack's a astronaut training in Russia. Do do do. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, I'll spend the point. Okay. Um. Okay. Shit. And then I fucking um. Uh. So let's see. Um. Let's see. You recognize that as a city. Uh, you recognize that as a city in Nepal. Nepal. Okay. Nice. I assume from the uh, accent that the ham radio operator speaking Russian. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or you, you uh, spend a point of languages. You know the language he's speaking. 
<laughs> we said his name is Dimitri. Is he the only ne- Nepalese man named Dimitri? <laughs> the only one. The only one. Uh, there's no chance that you, well, or you, you may have heard of anyone seeing us enter. Is there? There should have been two capsules. Uh there were there there were some there were there was uh, some there was some fire from the sky coming in. I thought there's a it looked like uh, looked like asteroids. That is promising. That was likely us. Yes, uh, I did see that. Uh, do you need me to contact space police? Are you friendly? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Please contact. Hal uh, Jordan, save me. <laughs> please contact anyone in the Russian uh, space program or military and provide them any assistance you can in locating us. Yes, I will. I will call. Yes, I will call the. I will call the the Russian. The Russians. The Russians know what to do. Yay. <laughs> And so speaking Russian. Uh, sure, yeah. Is there? Do we have radios in our own packs? Um, like, let's say, like, are we gonna lose contact with this guy if we leave the capsule? Uh, probably. You don't have any. You don't have a radio as powerful as this one, for sure. Yeah. Um, spend preparedness to have a satellite phone. Let's see. So, um, you know that uh. Uh, let's see. You know that going through your pack, um, or you know from the, your survival training that your pack, uh, your pack contains um, per person. There is a uh, there is a Forel hydro suit, which is a uh, which is an insulated. Uh, well, it, as the name suggests, it is a insulated watertight suit. Um, here's a picture of it. It also comes with it also comes with a hood and and uh, mittens. Um, then there's also a TCK 14 cold weather suit, which is a basically thing like a big snowsuit. Um, and then also wool balaclava, wool mittens, wool socks, uh, boots with elastic cuff. And then, um, three, uh, three packages, which each contain a signal beacon, uh, garrot wire, canteens, a soft flask, um, uh, a day's worth Wait, of, back up, back up. I'll What's just, the wire for? uh, it's a saw. Okay. Or to kind of tie stuff together. <laughs> okay, that that makes sense. We're just we're not we're not supposed to be assassinating anybody. Yeah, not not today at least. <laughs> yeah, no. A garrot wire is nice because you can just wrap it between your fingers and then you just drag it along a tree and it'll cut through it. Okay. Um, um, canteen, soft flak, uh, one day's worth of uh, one day's worth of provisions, a medical kit, a, uh, and then there is uh, between all of you a frying pan. Um, Signal flares and uh, the TP eighty two, which is yes, the gun. <laughs> yes. uh, so here's a basic picture of your survival kit, sans the suits. Um, the TP eighty two is a double barreled shotgun with an underbarrel rifle. Um, you'll notice in the picture there is no stock. That is because the stock attach the the stock comes separate and attaches to the gun, and also serves double function as a machete. <laughs> <laughs> Russia, because the well, fellow could have a good night in Vegas with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so good. Uh, there's no fighting in the war room. Uh, uh, but yeah, that that's that's for the bears. Just just the bears. Unless there's a mutiny. <laughs> See, this is why I'm in charge of the supplies. Uh, How many flares do we have? Um. See, uh, you have, uh, 
you have uh, ten flares, and then there's also five. Uh, there's also five signal flares that actually load into the shotgun barrels of the TP eighty two. Okay. Oh. Say, uh, Dimitri, can you can you ha- go outside or tell other people to look? I'm going to go outside and fire a flare. If you can. And then I will be back on the radio. If you can give me any information, if anybody is able to see it. Yes, I will. I will come back. I will come back shortly. We'll, I'll tell people to look for spaceman. Thank you, Dimitri. Yes, and uh, you hear the—he doesn't even mute the microphone. You hear the door open and slam behind him. <laughs> um, and as that happens, you hear another grinding of metal on stone, as uh, oh, and boy. also a, and also a short and also a short jerk in your uh, in your seats. Oh, that that parachute's still attached, isn't it? Uh, yeah. That I'm gonna grab the flare gun and open the uh, hatch. All right. Uh, as you open the hatch, uh, you can see the you can see that the the trail that your that your vessel uh, snaked through the snow, and also uh, you can see your parachute cord is uh, pulled taut, as the uh, as the parachute itself is currently tangled in a tree. Um. And you can see that the canvas on the parachute is beginning to tear. Are we dangling from a tree, or did we? No, you're you're on a you're on about a you're on about a thirty percent grade. Okay. Uh, so does that mean when when it tears, is the capsule going to take off? Uh, likely so, given how it's still tearing the parachute. Okay. Uh, and what's at the bottom of the grade? Uh, let's. So you climb out of the. You climb out. Uh, and you look down, and you can see at the bottom of the grade is a cliff face, or better, better yet, at the bottom of the grade is nothing. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna fire the signal flare up, and then uh. Also, make a stability check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm okay now. I'm outside the capsule. <laughs> I'll spend a point and get four. All right. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Whatever. You're outside the capsule. <laughs> Glad I'm in here stabilizing our our fallen crew yeah. member in blissful ignorance. <laughs> yeah, you fire a right. you fire a flare up into uh, up into the air. Um, you can see that the surrounding area. Um, as you kind of go up the grade, it seems like this. It seems like this path. Uh, this this path opens up to into a ravine. Um, on both sides of you. On both sides of you are cliff faces. Um, that seem to expand. That seem to expand outwards. Um, and as you expand outward, so we're in kind of like a valley down. Yeah, yeah, that's a ravine. That's a that's a good way to say it. I said ravine, but I meant valley. Okay. Um, and also as you're looking out into as you're looking out into the nothing, you can also see uh, you can also see below you some mountain peaks. Um, and with the with the history and the and the uh, with the history spend to already to know uh, to know that you're contacting someone in Nepal, uh, you realize you've crashed down somewhere in the Himalayas. Okay. Uh, what, what's, for that matter, when I open it up, how, what's the air quality and what's the uh, weather? Air quality, air quality is good. The weather is cold. Um, if you couldn't gather that from the snow already. Um, yeah, but like, like 30 degrees snow or like negative 30 snow? <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, it's like 10 degrees with the sun out. Okay. Then yeah, he'll fire it up and then get back in. Uh, Leah, is she safe to move? Um, That's a good question. You can see that she doesn't seem to have any neck damage, which is the main thing you want to look for in these kinds of situations. So she should be she should be safe to move. Okay. Uh, do I need to spend a point of 
uh, first aid or something? Um, yeah, spend a point of medic to stabilizer. You bandage her up and put. Uh, you take some of the uh, some of the splints from the medical kit. Uh, yeah, no, uh, no, like spinal cord or neck damage. She should be okay to move. Uh, where are we? Uh, we're in the Himalayas, and we need to abandon the capsule presently. Uh, okay. And he'll uh, he'll take at least one pack and throw it out the capsule door, and then all right, uh, start helping to move uh, Viola. Okay, spend a point of athletics or health, as you realize as you've been walking around, your own body is amazingly heavy. This uh, this 35-pound uh, bag that you're grabbing and throwing is even heavier. Yeah. And so I'm just going to say up front, this is the, the other gimmick of this scenario, is anytime you want to do something physical, spend a point of health or athletics. Okay. But yeah, he'll, he'll throw the pack and then uh, start helping to move uh, the Ola. It's All right. Like playing in, it's like and he'll, playing he'll in. Open, the, uh, open the channel on the radio, too, and just... You know, Dimitri, Dimitri, are you there? As he's moving, uh... Yes, I am here, Spaceman! I am here. I yelled to people to look for Spaceman. Did you see the flare? Uh, no. I believe we are somewhere in the Himalayas. I will contact... I will contact the... I'll contact the Russians and tell them about the Himalayas. Thank you. Our capsule is falling. We have to abandon it, and we will likely lose contact after that. Godspeed, Space Commander. May your space boats farewell. Thank you, Dimitri. This guy just keeps getting more offensive as I play him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dimitri. Uh, my son's middle name will be named after you. Well, maybe, oh, just... Russian, maybe Dimitri isn't his real name. It's just like, and Russian is just his second language, and he just calls himself Dimitri when talking to Russians. So they, yeah. you know, they can't pronounce his real name. So. Sure, yeah. Let's let's there go with that. Oh. But just it's as, actually some some Nepalese guy. Yeah, exactly. But just, just his small. just your just your son's middle name. This is the man who found you after you crashed to Earth. Yeah. If he comes and actually a, rescues the, us, I'll name is the first name. <laughs> okay. I mean, also remember the remember the middle name in Russian is the is the patronym. So you're uh, basically okay. making you're basically making that guy your the your kid's father. The godfather. Okay. So uh, <laughs> all right, I'll. I'll take yeah. That. He'll be Dmitrovich. <laughs> Dmitrovich. <laughs> Uh, and Instead the, of Kazimirovich. <laughs> and this is the point where the Russian listeners just phase out. They're like, nope, I'm sorry. <laughs> These guys have a terrible That's fine. Everybody else Patronetics. stopped listening like 20 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh. Um, yeah, so uh, one of you spend a point of, uh, if you're, uh, so one of you spend a point to uh, to haul uh, Viola out and the other one spend a point to haul the uh, to haul the gear. Okay. Uh, and we have a uh, we have another point or per, the one yeah another starts. another point per per big thing you're moving. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll spend one athletics. Okay. I'll just I'll spend the three to get all three packs then if there's time. Uh yeah, there's only there's only two packs, so it'd be oh, it's okay. just it's two to grab uh, to uh, it's two to grab both of them and like start hauling them up the grade basically. <clears throat> um and let's see uh. And Leah, as you step out and inevitably look at the at the source of the wind, make a stability roll. Who? Uh, four. Okay. Uh, yeah. Similarly, you realize how close you had come to death, but you know what? You've escaped death many times today. You're good. Things are gonna be all right, probably. 
<laughs> All right, and so you guys start heading up. You guys start heading up the uh, the grade. Um, so we go back to uh, Nauto and uh, Edward and uh, Galileo. Galileo is also there. Okay. Is he unconscious too, or is he? Uh... No, he's 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 cool. Well, he's not. Cool. Okay. He's never been cool, but he's okay. <laughs> Well, he's going to be cool real quick. We're going outside. Woo! Yeah. Uh, so. Are we in a similar predicament? Uh, uh, no, you you don't. You, your your vessel is your vessel is tipped over. Um, so um, uh, is tipped it over way, in what way? Like is the hatch blocked or? Uh, no, the hatch seems the hatch seems to open. Although you kind of have to like prop it open as it's uh, opening from the other side. So you can just stick something in there and you can see um, in front of you can see in front of you is a lot of is well surrounding your ship immediately is a large section is a large section of uh, scorched of uh, what appears to be some kind of scorched foliage that then trails off into snow. And then you can see off uh, off in the far distance off in the distance is a cliff face. Okay. Uh, do I see any flares or anything? Uh. Uh, yes, actually. Yes, you do. As you kind of pop your head out of the, out of the vehicle, you can see, uh, off in the distance, there is one flare that is arcing over. Okay. I will tell my crewmers, oh, they're over there. Uh, and then I will shoot a flare off in that direction so they can see us as well. Okay. Um, would it possibly be, uh, cause I know we have the basic survival pack, but would it be a preparedness spend to see if we actually had a GPS unit to tell us where we are? Um... Uh, no, that's a, that is uh, that is not part of it. So okay, yeah, as established previously. Oh no, I, that's what exactly. I was saying. It had on there just if if that could have been maybe something extra that we uh, decided to pack with the preparedness spend. So uh, no, you were not you were not thinking that far ahead when you were emerge when you were climbing uh when you were climbing into the vehicle to avoid something that might blow up the station. Okay, yeah, that's no problem. Um, I'm gonna try to climb also the, out. also all the GPS things are built into the station. <laughs> into the, yeah, into the station yeah. and the capsules, so that probably would make sense. Um, I'm gonna try to climb out and assess the damage on the antenna or the caps or just the the capsule's heat shields itself. See how bad how bad of a hit we took. Um, as you're as you're coming as you're stepping outside, actually as the as the vessel opens, you can smell uh, it. it uh, it's uh, it smells like fireworks everywhere, more or less. Like burning ozone. Yeah, bur- you get a you get a you get a burnt ozone, burnt um, burnt uh, kind of like charcoal smell um, from the from the uh, from the uh, the flash fire that kind of popped up and then was quickly extinguished by snow. Um, and also, you can see your vessel is uh, blackened, which is not uncommon for these vehicles, as the heat shield is designed to evaporate. Off of the sides, and the uh, yeah. the multi-layer insulation has uh, long since melted off. Uh, you can see where your you can see where your antenna was um, is now like a is, burning heap of slag. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a sideways it's a sideways metal icicle. <laughs> As it cooled down, it actually juts towards the uh, it actually juts towards the the front of the pod. And interestingly enough, sideways metal popsicle was my high school ska band. Of course. <laughs> You were the cool kids. Yes. Uh, no, I don't know if it's Scott Band, but so. Um, but uh, now, in any case, uh, so this is not. Um, would I know if there was a backup antenna anywhere on the, the capsule, or is that pretty much it? Um, there is this antenna, and then there's the there was one, but it's it was part of the orbital module, and it was mostly used for docking. Shit. So. 
Uh, so where I see where so uh, time of day it's is it morning night? Um, it appears to be it appears to be uh, early afternoon. Okay, you can see the sun uh, through the clouds. Okay, uh, I don't happen to see from our vantage point any sign of civilization. Uh, that you do not. Okay. It appears to be uh, it appears to be the area around you is uh it appears to be sort of a. Um, it is a lightly forested area, um, again, in kind of in the bottom, kind of in a valley. Um, mm-hmm. as you look up, you can, as you look up, you can see, uh, if you look to the top of the cliffs, you can see just beyond that, a, uh, a, a higher mountain peak. Um, and then there's some, uh, light, there's some, uh, again, it's lightly forested. Um, so, and okay, uh, then there's uh, also uh, you can see in the cliff face. Actually, I'll say for free. Also, you can see uh, that there are uh, there appear to be some caves. Okay. Um, uh, give... Does the, do we know if the module has homing beacon beacons? Uh, you yeah yeah that's part of your that's part of your emergency gear. Okay. okay. So we just have to stay near them and hopefully. Uh, well yeah they well will it's it's like a fun. it's like an EPIRB if you know about that it's just a it's a portable beacon. Okay, so it's something we can take with us. So. Uh, okay, well, yeah, we will. Well, Although, the caves yeah. look pretty good as shelter. I mean, well, I don't know if ours is stable. I guess we could use it as shelter uh, if it's. Better. Yeah, yours is in. Yours is between some trees. Okay, and is it still currently snowing where we're uh, right now? Um. Yes, there is. There is some light snow. Okay, so we need to go and get the other people and bring them to ours. Basically, is the main thing. Yeah. Um, now the thing that you realize is that is that you have six people and a vehicle that only has a, that barely has enough room to hold three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So well, okay. So we we can't really use it to shelter unless we like build around it like tents or something. But I guess the caves would work too. Yeah. yeah how would... close are the caves? Um. Looks like a. It's... Uh, you're guessing probably a couple hundred yards off. Okay. Maybe a little bit of a walk, uh, but uh, it'd be a little. Well, bit of a we walk. could probably leave the beacon in the Soyuz right now, or at least ours, because that's gonna. If we bring it in the cave, it might not, you know, be able to broadcast as far. Well, we could probably uh, put it at the entrance, but if it's too far away, we don't. I think it'd be more secure in the Soyuz. I mean, like we're we'll go, we'll leave a big trail if it's yeah. that close. And one other and thing is, um, in addition to the in addition to the main beacon, um, each of your uh, each of your uh, cold weather suits has uh, because these are designed also as flotation devices. Each of them contains its own separate beacon. Ah, ah. okay. Just so in case we need to get. Sinks. So, do we have any short range radios or walkie talkie kind of thing of a jiggers uh, to talk? Uh, you do not have yeah, you do not have those. Um, but you've seen a flare. You fired off a flare to your buddies. I okay. will get a signal mirror and flash a light in that direction so I can sure sure you know. Uh, so I'm trying to do that and hope that wait. I'll do that for like 15 minutes while everyone else gets the other stuff out so they can hopefully see us and then we can try and figure out how we can meet up. Yeah, we'll pull out everything else. Um, and also make sure that we you uh, pull out the compass to see if we can get a bearing on. At least the basic direction. Sure. So, sure. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, whoever's um, uh, you uh, so station commander, you can tell whoever you want to go and grab the rest of the stuff. Um, they have to spend athletics points to grab the stuff and drag it out. Galileo, go. <laughs> <laughs> station commander. Now, uh, station commander uh, Edward, go. All right, Edward. Galileo, go. Yeah, he grabs he grabs both of them and drags them out, and then uh. kind of falls to his knees, and takes and uh, falls to his knees for a bit and takes some takes some uh, deep breaths. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back to gravity. I do. I, I will actually help him with that. So since we're, it'll be easier for us to both pull it out. Okay. So, um, and just sit there trying to organize everything to make sure that we have all of our general supplies. So yeah, everything is everything appears to be accounted for. Um, so okay. Uh, cutting back briefly to the other group, uh, you guys, as you're reaching the top of the as you're reaching the top of the grade, um, you see another signal flare from uh, from further off in the valley. Um, followed by, uh, followed by some flashing, uh, some, uh, are you trying to flash them a message or anything? Or are you just trying to like, be like, Hey, we're here. Look at my mirror. Uh, is Morse code still commonly taught? I can yeah, 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 to... totally. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, be like, uh, I guess we are, yeah. As SOS or alive, uh, something like that. Yeah. Alive. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You're getting, yeah. Okay. Make your way over here. Yeah. You yeah. get, yeah, you're getting, you're getting alive over and over again in, uh, in Morse code from their, from a, from a flashing source, uh, so in wait the, for them to respond. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, uh, yeah. if I can respond in kind. All right. Yeah. Uh, your message just also alive or, uh, all right. Yeah, you get you get a you get you you can okay. see you can see some uh their their suits contrast very well against the dark gray and white of this area. You can see their uh, their or their orange and or blue suits, and then a flashing coming back saying uh, alive. Okay. Uh. So. Oh wait. I'll I'll um I change my message to be like three alive. So like all three of us made it. Sure. Uh. No wounded. If I mean I don't know. Like I mean. Doing that yeah. in Morse code will take a while, probably. But yeah, yeah, you're uh, you're you're doing it as they're kind of like walking here. Yeah. Okay, so they're walking to us. I, I'm guessing. Are you guys? Are you guys yeah. just gonna kind of? Yeah. Hang I'll probably so, walk towards I mean, them as well. So. If we're walking towards them, then well, actually, it may be apparent to them that we're carrying one person. Yeah, we'll try. Yeah, once we see them, they're in view. We'll go ahead and try to move out to help them. So, but try to conserve our energies as much as possible. Okay, um, it's gonna. Yeah, I'm be, assuming that'll still cost a health. Probably. Yeah, it's so. gonna it's gonna be a health test as your uh, as your uh, the calluses on your feet are now non-existent and walking. Actually, I'll hmm? say if if Casimir will if Lee is using a mirror, he'll say, uh, "Tell them to remain put. We'll meet them." Okay. Uh, yeah, she'll report that over. All okay. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, carrying carrying on with the uh, with a strong stone faced Russian tradition. <laughs> Show no weakness. We will meet them. A bear comes out of the wood and sheds one single tear. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So it'll be from uh, from you guys. Uh, each of you guys spend a point of health and athletics to drag all your stuff there. One of each. Yeah. Okay. Um, is a it is a uh, it is what feels like an epic trek, even though it's um. Well, I mean, it is it is like a it is like a mile walk basically. So, yeah, carrying a person, carrying a person with again, you have no calluses. So from this <laughs> no from calluses. this from this short walk, you're already starting to feel blisters. Huh. Oh, my tender body. <laughs> <laughs> As I walk so. over, he'll say to Leah, "We may be the last people to see space for a long time." Yeah. So no, this is going to be bad. Just so we've all met up. Yeah, yeah. All you guys have met up. I'm going to say, uh, Casimir and Leah, as you come to the realization that you're going to, you are the last people in your lifetime who are going to be in space, and probably for your children's and maybe your grandchildren's lifetime. Make a stability roll. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's a. St- Whoops. 
Stay in the back. Don't read the books. Don't uh, say I five. <laughs> I was going to prompt for it eventually. Don't go up in space. Yeah. Five. All right. I made a five. That was so. I'm pretty much at the level of, you know what? If I had the last one, if I'm one of the last to be up there, by God, I deserved it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, famous uh, I, the last I, 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 Okay, so if we have to do an alive thing, you're, Aaron's character is the first one eaten. Can we all agree on that? Uh, no, no, bullshit. <laughs> I'm playing. Okay, the this description pretty much tells me that I'm kind of an arrogant prick already, so I'm just Wait, didn't you say your character was, like, pretty well, like, he was a large <laughs> character, a lot of meat on his bones? Yeah, at 4'8", four, four he's basically Wolverine. Has yeah, this odd yeah. habit of covering himself in salt and pepper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got a higher meat-to-bone ratio. Good oh, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> have, have I, punched, but anyway, it's have I like... punched any sharks today? Uh, it's been like an hour. We don't have to start eating people. Yeah. I uh, I got I got a three though. So how much? All right, I got uh, two. Three. I just want to have the I just want to have the line of succession established. Is what I want to do. Like sure, you know, yeah. You're, you're already, technically you're at the top of that. Oh no no no! I'm small. I'm a small Japanese woman. There's barely any meat. I'm like <laughs> there's you know, you would feed the rest of us for a week. Uh, I would barely be uh, hors d'oeuvres for one meal. Uh, so, oh yeah. So who did so. make a four? Uh, I got uh, a two. You roll for me. I I will. I trust the GM. Yeah, you're rolling fucking hot. Um, yeah. <laughs> Naoto. Yeah. No. No. Naoto. You're you're similarly. You you're you're coping. Um, yep. But what about uh? What about the other two? Two. Okay. Um. And that was after spending a point. Oops. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, each of you uh lose two stability. Uh, as you come to this, as you come to this realization. Of, okay, that, that's kind of a weird give and take there. You spend it for a better chance of not losing it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly how it works. Okay, so so, so, well, so because... it works is that like you want to spend it uh, when you see you know. Well, I mean, not. part of it is you don't like usually in Gumshoe you don't. It's better to not unless you're facing something like fucking Cthulhu where you can oh, okay. six or eight. So yeah, so the thing is, so the, yeah, so the thing is that a stability check is usually either is usually either a TN four or in a really hardcore case is five, um, and you lose okay. between two and eight stability depending on what craziness is happening. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, range uh, of somebody's attacking you to you see a friend or loved one killed in a gruesome manner. If Cthulhu eats your grandmother, you better <laughs> spend some stability. That's fine. <laughs> I, my character's main motivation is space itself. So yeah. Also keep in mind up. that you I don't really don't, mind that he's losing stability. Yeah. So yeah, also keep in mind that you don't actually start taking penalties until you hit zero. Um, you're okay. not you're not out of the game until you hit like minus fifteen, I think. Minus twelve, I think. Minus twelve, yeah. Oh yeah, minus twelve on lockdown. Yup. A similar thing. A similar thing with uh with health. You're not. You haven't actually taken any major injury until you hit zero. Ah, okay. Like hitting zero is like hitting zero is something like a is like a sprain or like a uh, or like a hairline fracture. Okay, so that's like crippled in other systems. Um. Well, no, because crippled is crippled is when you get to like minus uh, is when you get to like minus five. Oh, okay, so there's multiple levels. There's of... multiple levels of wounds up until dead. Okay. Um, so yes, so... sorry. Continue role playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but yeah. We'll probably we made it with... now. Yeah, we move everything to the cave. The the other Soyuz is lost. Uh, so we're probably damn lucky that we got. Uh, we're just lucky that you got off before it crashed. So the other one's pretty much a a loss for any of the communications. 
equipment, which, and, and I'm assuming it's down a cliff, right? I assume we probably would have seen it or heard it break loose at some point. Yeah, right? as you were coming down, you heard the canvas start tearing at a more rapid rate, and then the grinding of metal on stone, and then nothing. Yeah. It fell so far, I could not even hear it. Yeah. We're fine. We'd, we'll make it. They'll send everybody for us. We did make contact with a friendly ham radio operator named Dimitri. Yeah, see? We'll be fine. We can't be that far. We're probably just out of sight from some uh, tourist spot. Uh, we were close enough that he saw us enter. Who insisted that he would call the space police for us. Yes. <laughs> um, well, we have tracking uh, devices on all of our suits and on the capsule itself. Plus, they must have tracked us by radar and have a good idea of where we are. So, uh, so they're scrambling teams as we speak. We'll um, be alert. It'll be a couple days at most. So, actually, do we know what the uh, into- what the actual range on most of on our personal transmitters are? Um, let's see. Uh, you would. Um, I don't remember how far it is exactly offhand, so it's a pretty good range. Like these kinds of these kinds of things, you know, these kinds of transmitters are things that like sailor people who are sailing across like the Pacific use. Okay, so these would actually be pretty strong, and there wouldn't be needed any. Yeah, because all it's basically them. just a really it's basically just a really powerful antenna that just that goes ping, and the rest of it is a battery. So okay, so. That will okay. Then I'll work on that. And there's no reason to try to see if we can link them together to create like the the biggest. You uh, can't make a taser out of it. I didn't say I was making a taser <laughs> out of it, did I? You, you you were thinking it. No, I was thinking about creating a larger signal. We have to yeah. wait for the Liam Neeson wolves to come before I worry about the taser. <laughs> Plus, we have a sh- we have two shotguns <laughs> that you'll turn into a taser somehow because. It's what you do. Okay, no, if the wolves come around, they're getting a shotgun blast, okay? There's, we're, we are in Liam Neeson survival territory now. Alright, uh, Dimitri yeah. said he was based in S-Town. I don't remember what, what no, exactly what the town that was. Man, uh, I, don't I remember, should have remembered but... that, shouldn't I? Uh... <laughs> uh, sorry. He's in Nepal. We must be somewhere in the Himalayas. City name here. I think that's how it's spelled. I think I said Srinagar. She's actually in Kashmir, but whatever. Ah. So, okay. Um, oh, um, do he they still? Confused whether he was in India, India or Pakistan. So, uh, I was going to ask: Does anybody else have medic on their sheets? Nope. No. Okay, then I guess I'm the only one. I can take a look at her and see how well she's no, doing. I, oh wait, I no, I do have medic. I have, I have three points of medic, and I have five. Yeah, Leah is a medical researcher. Oh God, <laughs> she might be better at it than you. Yeah. Well, she's the one who's down. So, no, Viola's the one who's down. Oh, Viola. Oh, I'm sorry, Viola. Sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, Leah's Axis character. Okay. Or yeah, if yeah, if you want to do it, Leah. So while we're uh, once we get established in the cave and get settled. Yeah. So, and I'll let hey, we can do that. I'll work on getting a fire and just setting up anything that we can for temporary shelter. Or right, do I roll a check or do I just spend? No, you just spend. Medic, medic is spend. Medic is spend to give other people health points. Yes. How many do I need to spend then? Um. Uh, who are you fixing up? You're fixing up uh, Viola. Yeah, I already spent a point to stabilize her before. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, you've got you've you've uh, she's she's in good enough shape now that uh, you're pretty much just kind of have to watch and see how she's doing. Like, okay. 
that's the that's the thing that's the thing about head injuries (sighs) just to make sure is she completely unconscious or is she regained uh she seems to be totally out of it she's got a bandage around her head oh that's that's not good with the concussion and other things no, she, yeah. she's likely concussed. Uh, no, no permanent like spinal or, or neck area damage, so we could move her. But it's touch and go with these kind of things. So, uh, okay. Well, if at least she's the worst out of it right now. We can keep an eye on her. Well, so. we should move to the cave because we can start a fire there, and yeah. there's enough space for all of us. Uh, the capsule is. Uh, would be too crowded and, you know, can't really start a fire. So, um, I will start setting. Do we have tents or any? Uh, no, it's, uh, the, the, the equipment is, the equipment does not come with sleeping bags or tents. Uh, it is lightweight, assuming that you will shelter in the capsule. Oh, well, we're not at 100%. Okay. Um, do we have anything in which to make these things? Um, Anything you have you can... you have your uh you have your training. You know how to you know how to construct a lean to and a bivouac. Okay. Bivouac. Uh if we right. can get in inside the cave, caves are generally temperate enough that we may not even necessarily need it. Uh yeah, let's get you in also, the cave. Yeah. If if you want to improvise something, you also have all of you also have your whole parachute that you can turn into something. Oh yeah, get the parachute. That could be used uh, at least as a blanket or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so get the somebody get the parachute. Somebody get firewood. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. oh, you spend the you spend the points to drag that thing. I'll just drag. I'll do it. <laughs> How many points is it? Um, let's see. To get it uh, to get it out, uh, it blew it blew over. So it's actually kind of so it's actually kind of set up properly. You just gotta kind of you just have to uh, hack it loose from the mounting point and ball it up okay. and, or drag it. So that'll be that'll be an athletics point to grab and drag that. Just one. Uh, yeah. All right. I spend it and I will take it to the cave. Yeah, and then to move to the cave will be a health point. Okay. Okay. Um, and then who else is taking so, what? Uh, um, I was gonna go ahead and cut off cut down the parachute and then see if we can start dragging that along. Okay. Uh, Ross already said that. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Listen. Yeah, just off. pay attention to that. Uh, um, firewood. Start we moving. need firewood. Yeah, I'll start. I'll go out and uh, start taking, uh, start cutting that right. down. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to cut it down, it'll just be two points of athletics. If you want to try and search for random uh, kindling on the ground, that'll be one point of athletics and a sense trouble check. Uh, so, uh, I will go ahead and just cut it down since I haven't spent any right. athletics. All so, right, yeah. You take you the, those two? Yeah, you take the garrot with you and you start cutting off low-hanging branches and stuff. Okay. And uh, <laughs> will that also take away from my health as well? Um, no. The, you'll take away from health when you go to the when you start walking to the cave. Walking. Okay. No problem. So. So that. Yep. I am just garroting a tree. <laughs> I am a spaceman garroting a tree. Deadliest assassin. <laughs> All right. Um, and the other two of you? Casimir uh, is actually going to uh, write inside the capsule, uh, you know, a quick summary. You know, all of all six of us uh, are alive. Uh, Viola's unconscious, proceeding to caves northeast or whatever direction they were. Sure, sure. Yeah, you leave. Yeah, you leave some instructions in case somebody finds the capsule and reads your message. Yeah. And he'll probably try to jot that down real quick in a couple different languages, but sure. And then uh, go to carry uh, Viola to the cave. All right, probably with help. Yeah, if you guys are, um, it depends. Are you? Uh, uh, who is taking the survival gear? 
Um, I'll take I'll take viola. Uh, you get the survival gear. All right, that'll work. So is that right. two points of athletics and a point of health. Yeah, and similar for Viola because she's a human being and weighs more than the survival gear. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, the Galileo grabs the other two things and starts kind of uh, and starts walking off with them. Okay. Um, and as you guys are heading in the direction of the caves, uh, all of you can make sense trouble checks. Okay. Roll for me. I will spend a point of sense trouble. I'll spend two and then get eight. Okay, goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) That's a five. And I spent one and got a six on sense trouble. All right, uh, so let's see. And uh, Naoto got a four. Um, So uh, as you guys guys are walking in the direction of the caves, uh, you notice that there's some activity up on the cliffs. Um... Uh, let's see, uh, Casimir, you can see it most, you can see it most distinctly. Uh, there appear to be, uh, there appear to be goats that are, uh, that are walking along the, uh, they're walking along the cliff face. Um, every, every so often they seem to be up, they seem to be up on the top of the valley coming down occasionally, craving some kind of mineral. They found us. Um, kill them. Is there any trouble to speak of? Uh, there is trouble, as you see. Uh, as you see, Galileo. Uh, Galileo uh, is walking, and then he takes uh, he takes a step, and then disappears into the snow uh, with a oh, with a short with a short yelp. What, what so, do you mean disappears into the snow? Like he's currently he's, he steps he steps into he steps he takes a step, and then he and then his leg keeps going, and then his body falls into the snow. He was cut in half. No, I'm saying that he he. It's like it's it like if he swallowed. stepped into a. It's like he. Ste- uh, you realize he stepped into a hole. Oh, okay. I thought you said his legs were still going, but his top half. No, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah, okay. No. He stepped. Yeah. Uh, he steps and uh, he fell into. A hole. Okay. Yeah, and you realize uh, the rest of you stop and uh, notice and notice uh, divots in the snow where you realize the snow has settled into. Um, straight into holes that appear to be uh that appear to be near the caves uh okay i will go like there's over. a honeycomb underneath or it's not that it's not that elaborate but there are you notice that there are a few you notice there are a few uh large holes that you should uh head around Okay. Uh, yeah, I will help Galileo up. I guess I'll spend a point of athletics to do that. Um, yeah, you can. Well, as you go as you go over there, uh, you see that he's actually the hole he's fallen into. You can actually you can barely see him at the bottom. Uh, you realize it's oh, probably about all the way. It's probably about eight feet deep. Okay. Um. Uh. Well, I have this parachute. He, I can lower it down, and he can. I can help. Yeah. Him yeah. He's get two people. Yeah. He's getting. He's getting back up. Um. And uh, then you hear, uh, or actually, as he starts to get back up, uh, you hear uh, you hear him uh, scream and start yelling about something. Something's bit me. And you see him start punching at something that you can't quite see because the snow is uh, the snow's in the way. He oh, made it. He he oh. made a Galileo shaped hole through the snow. <laughs> uh, start helping him, pulling him up. It's just your imagination. He's too far Come down. To, he he's. Oh, is he oh, well, I mean, you said he's like eight feet down, and he's yeah, punching. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's punching at something. He's still on the ground. He's kind of he was kind of trying to maneuver because he had both the survival things on his back, and he kind of ended up in a turtle situation. Oh, oh, so he has the guns. Uh, no, I mean, if you the gun, the gun comes with a holster have... and everything. If you want, okay. 
Yeah, I'm guessing. Ca- I'm yeah. guessing the capsule, capsule commanders took capsule those. Capsule commander put them on. keeps the hold of the gun. I'm a cop. I already have it. It's just a uh, new so new the capsule cop commander. Got all the guns. Yeah, I have a gun. I you can have the I others. Guess. Uh, no, I am Capsule Commander. That is part of ours. You were Commander of the Station. Welcome uh, to uh, my I domain. Have... You will be. I want to think uh... that you guys are just both holding the gun and, like, fighting over it. <laughs> just in this massive slap fight. Uh, uh, I never specified oh, getting... Do you have shooting? Shalia's got the first aid kit open and ready to go. Yeah, so yeah. I never specified giving it to anybody, so I guess I've got... The one from the other capsule. I, I, I have scuffling. That is what the pre-gen gave me. Yeah, exactly. I have shooting because I was a cop. So I actually know how to and, use it. And I'm game. a Russian spaceman who should have been trained for this. Yeah, so. well, he wasn't trained for shooting things. Oh, look like the ball's my cord. Give me the gun. I'll shoot the animal. I will bludgeon you with it. <laughs> Mutiny? Jesus, you are a terrible astronaut. Fine, you have the gun. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. I will <laughs> take, uh, do we have flashlights or anything? Um, yes, there are flashlights in it, in the pack. I will shine a flashlight down and look at the thing. Alright, um, yeah, uh, make, alright, so you, uh, make, I, okay, so you see that, you can see the thing as he kind of, as he kind of starts to wrench his, as he starts to kind of, tries to wrench his hand loose, but the, you can see that, uh, something, uh, you, you see that attached to his, attached to his wrist, latched onto his wrist is this, uh, is this, uh, like, uh, is this large wrinkled, uh, skinless, uh, it's not skinless, this large wrinkled, uh, hairless head that appears to have, uh, that appears to have, a, uh, two pairs of, uh, very large front teeth that are currently latched onto his, uh, latched onto his wrist. Um, so it's like some kind of ape creature? Is, is that um, is? uh, no, think like, uh, it's, it looks, uh, a lot more, um, uh, rodent-like. Okay. Like a hairless rodent. Yeah. Um, okay. And make a stability roll. Roll uh, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's use. It's me's. I keep forgetting yes. I'm you. Uh, yeah, you're unfazed by this. You have to save your crew, man. Yeah. Give no fucks. Uh, right. So it's uh, a difficult so chat, have, I so guess. You, so you have the shotguns on there and the rifle. Which are you using? Uh, I will use the rifle because I don't want to hit him. Uh, buckshot hurts, so I will load the rifle. I will spend three points of my shooting because I really want to make this shot. All right, uh, I'll make that roll for you. I was about to prompt you, but now I'm remembering the way this works. Yes. Um. All right. Yeah. Uh. Do you? So do you shoot? And let's see. You hit. That's a minus one damage. Uh. Right. You. Uh. It's a. Keep in mind, this is. It, it's a rifle that fires like basically pistol-sized cartridges. Well, a normal pistol does just a straight D6. I mean, D6 minus normal, one. Oh, I thought D6 minus one was a small pistol. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nope. Okay. So D6. Uh, that's fine. Um, yeah, I forgot my damage scale. All right. Yeah. So you uh, you shoot it and you uh, you graze it. Uh, you graze its head. Although you see that as soon as you fire the shot and uh, as soon as you fire the shot and graze it, it backs uh, it backs off and uh, and retreats. Uh, you can see that uh, you can see that Galileo is uh, somewhat stunned kind of uh holding his holding his holding one of his ears with one hand and then quickly grabbing his grabbing his uh his bite wound you can see blood coming through the multiple layers of coats he's wearing okay well uh no time to worry about Galileo. get on your ass hand hand um hand us the uh packs and uh then we'll get you up all right all right 
And yeah, uh, <laughs> why, why do I'm, I I'm shouting down bits of medical and you know, like apply pressure, you know, do that sort of thing. Yeah. You know, I'm out of the, we, we let's get him out of the thing with the dangerous animal, possibly red. Okay, because yeah, for a minute there it was sounding like you were about to go into a uh, throw me the idol, I'll throw you the whip scenario. <laughs> yeah, well, look, if we get him up first, how the hell are we going to get the goddamn survival kits? <laughs> Jesus, he's wearing them. All right. No, he said there were two of them. Yeah, uh, he's got. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he had it. He took them off to get up, and he's. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. he'll. He pushes one of them as far up as he can with one hand up to you. Uh, someone can spend an athletics check to grab that, or spend an yeah. athletics point. I will to grab it and haul it up. Uh, spend another point as he grabs the other one. Uh, I will do that. All right, and then it'll be an athletics check to uh, as you lower the parachute down. He grabs onto it with his one uh, with he grabs onto it with both hands, um, and then athletics check to pull him up. Uh, is any can anybody else assist on this? Uh, yeah, yes, everybody. Have... Uh, everybody can. There's a big line. Okay. Um, do, can we? Actually I will spend it? one. Uh, and then assistance uh, rules are that you spend or assistance rules so you can spend one and then everything else you spend after that will help the leader. Okay, so you have to spend at least two to even matter. Yeah. Okay, I'll spend two. Okay. So down to five athletics. I'm spending one to make the roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'm spending one to get a plus one in the roll. I yeah. Guess. So you have uh, a plus one for me. So. So that's plus two. Is anybody else going to spend two? Uh, kind of low. I don't have two left to spend. So. Okay, I will spend two then. Uh, okay, so uh, that'll give me give us a total of a plus three. Okay, uh, it's a good thing you did. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys are just fucking heaving, uh, heaving and hoeing against the uh, against this, uh, dragging him up against the uh, against the side of the uh, against the side of the hole, and eventually you bring him up to the top and collapse on, and uh, all of you collapse on the ground for a bit. Uh, should we take a help for that for just bringing him up an eight foot hole? Um, I'll say you. I'll, uh, if you didn't spend, uh, you didn't spend a point of uh, another point. Uh, so you t- you take a health, and if you're not going to spend another point of athletics on top of that. Okay. Yeah, I'll take a health. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Okay. And he is. Uh, yeah. You are all uh, on the ground, uh, panting heavily. Uh, he yeah. goes back to clutching his. He goes back to clutching his wrist wound. <laughs> Oh yeah, can yeah. we have this, someone? Yeah, uh, bandage that up. So, well, no, I'll, but... che- I'll check his wrist out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you roll. Uh, you roll the the sleeve back, and uh, you can see that. Yeah, you can see that it went. Uh, it went uh, pretty deep. Um, you're gonna need to kind of stitch this back up, probably. So, um, is that rat thing still gonna be? Is that rat thing still down there? Uh, you look down. You do not see it. Huh. So that's weird. Although, is there any kind of like blood trail leading off of from where it is? Uh, you yeah. I mean, you can't see that far. There is again. There is the well. There there is now a bigger hole, but you uh you can see you can see where he was bitten um off to the kind of the right side of the hole, and then it seems to have retreated into some other uh into something else uh into an, probably another hole that's adjacent to that one. So okay, uh, but. Uh, that's just, so it looks like it just kind of bur- burrowed away through that where the snow was covering it up, I guess. Yeah, actually, now that you've cleared it out, you can see that this you can see that this hole is very kind of rough hewn and uh, it does not appear. This is this is obviously not a natural formation. Hmm. Oh, this is this is not making me feel. And any uh, yeah, make a make a stability roll as you look at as you look at this hole and you look at the cave and you look at the other caves and the other holes. Oh boy. Uh, five. 
that's uh, you know what? There's the show. There's got to be only one of them, right? I don't like this. This obviously doesn't mean this is a network of Eldrick Warrens. We're good here. This will be our new home for the next day. Stop okay. bringing morale down. We're gonna uh, be fine. So <laughs> I'll uh, I'll spend the point on uh, Galileo. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I bringing morale down? You I just think said, oh, we're all, practically said we're all doomed because there's monsters. Great. Yeah. I did not say anything like that. That is a supposition on your part, Commander. Yep, yep. All right. <laughs> um, actually, it's going to be two points because you realize uh, the bleeding is not stopping as fast as you want. You realize you're in high-altitude conditions. Oh. Um, sure. How many points do you have so left wait. on your medic? Seven. Seven? Okay. And so, so you're, you kind of, you stitch, you, 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 Stitch the wound shut with the with the emergency sutures and uh, put bandages and bandages. <laughs> Make sure that yeah, that's that's gonna scar, but at least you're not gonna die. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He uh, and then he kind of rolls his sleeve back down and. Uh, and I assume it can be appropriately disinfected and whatnot as well. Yeah, yeah. You've got you've got yeah you've got alcohol and stuff and uh, uh iodine. Alcohol, what am I talking about? They're, yeah, weird, they're sure. weird about flammable stuff. Who, who would have thought? <laughs> Some antibiotics. So, um, but I'll, I'll actually pull um, Nato aside and just say, I am I am not sure about this cave. It doesn't look natural at all, but we we have little options, so we might want to keep near the mouth as, as close as possible. Well, of course. We just build a big-ass fire to keep warm, uh, and hopefully they'll be here by tonight or tomorrow. Well, again, so, if, if we have to worry about whatever the hell bit Galileo. Yeah, there's clearly some sort of rabbit or some sort of animal that, you know, I don't know what the the native creatures of the Himalayas are. Some sort of weird underground badger or wolverine or something. Uh, <laughs> actually, yeah, that's, that's kind of a question. Are there trees where we are? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there were trees. So because okay. I, I, I cut one down for our wood. That is oh, a, that okay. is a thing to note. That yeah, the whole the whole that Galileo fell through. There is there is some soil erosion that eventually goes that eventually goes to dirt a bit further down, or not dirt goes to stone a bit further down. Okay. You get a nice like if you were a geologist, you could like take a core. You, you could like take a core sample of the. Uh, I don't know, the the these these eight feet here. You have a nice layer you have a nice view of all of the different layers yeah and it would probably be really fascinating in hindsight so yeah with this but yeah we'll just go ahead and get everything set up and just make sure our our transponders are constantly pumping out a signal sure to make sure with that uh do we want to go ahead and set up a rotation for night watch especially since we know that something bit uh, something attacked galileo well yeah of course if there's wild animals running around um we could build Probably just like if we if we can string up cans or you know, some sort of you know metal objects or debris uh, on string from the parachute to just you know make a noise if it goes by us. So just create a perimeter noise trap uh, on both sides. Okay. Uh, so either way, uh, while somebody else yeah gets a lot of fire and then we just sit down, chew, eat, get our energy back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you guys haven't already noticed. Uh... Being back on Earth is extremely taxing on a physiological level. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> well, we're also in the mountain, too, so there's less oxygen. <laughs> so we got so, that going for us, which is nice. So it'll be easier to fall unconscious. Lightheaded, yeah. no heavy head to carry. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. <laughs> no. 
Again, you're bringing down morale if you keep going to keep being with down. logic. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, the Russians not going to pull any punches. Part of the solution or be part of the problem. Uh, yeah, denial just ain't a river in Egypt. Uh, deny. I would rather be in denial right now. It's nice and warm and flat and low altitude. Anyway. <sighs> so we're, we're not going to worry about that. So yeah, we'll just get everything set up. All right. <laughs> yeah. And set our shifts so we can wait for the eventual rescue and hopefully uh, not for errant rat things to come gnaw uh, our faces off. So I am going to use investigative procedure to come up with the noise trap because I think yeah, that's sure. how that's... Yeah, you, yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> um, uh, why not? Um, yeah, you, it doesn't take much. You, you, uh, after you guys are done eating, you, uh, you use some of... You use, uh, uh, one of the knives in the uh, in the emergency thing to punch some holes in your in your uh, ration tins and string the string some of the garret wire through that and um or I yeah I actually string the parachute cable like you're saying through that and you have yeah. you have a yeah and you test when you when you hit it uh yeah when you hit it uh, some of the cans clink together and make and uh, will alert you. So put them a, yeah a little ways off so they're not right next to us so that we have some time to get up and react. Yeah. Uh, uh, how and, far... oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, the main thing is like I want to make sure that we're bedded down on like solid rock so that they can't dig through us. I don't care what kind of animals they are; they're not going to get through fucking rock. So not on dirt, even though dirt would be warmer. Because uh, sure, like you said, you're like sleeping at the cave mouth. Yeah. So do you just say the came out big a build fire and uh yeah. Yeah. And just yeah, settle in for the night. <laughs> uh if we don't have any gadgets. Uh there the other capsule was the one that had the working radio. And that is crash probably doesn't work anymore even if we tried to salvage it, right? Yeah. Yeah, likely um, it, it's we, a likely scenario. Maybe we can even get to it. Yeah, and the other ones, uh, although there is the possibility, um, because, uh, well, are there, um, in the capsules, do we have, like, onboard toolkits to just do, like, minor repairs? Uh, that's part of the, that's part of the survival, uh, the survival kit? Yeah. Cause the, like, if the, if the Soyuz, if the Soyuz was damaged, there wouldn't be, if it was damaged on orbit, there wouldn't be much to, to rescue it. And True. if it if it landed in a in a situation where you survived, the capsule would be in a good enough shape to not need repairs. So, if it it might be a possibility once we've rested and get a chance to maybe go back, um, that we could probably pull the radio from it and see if we can wire it into the transponder. Basically, use it as a that's like use it as an antenna for general communications. If nothing else, that we can possibly get hold of that ham radio operator again. Wasn't the problem that the that the antennas were gone on yours? Yeah, the antennas are gone, but we technically have the transponders on the suits, so we may be able to rewire that to broadcast mm. a signal if we can pull the radio from this from the Soyuz. Okay, that makes sense. So it'll it may take a little bit of finagling and work, but if we can do that the next day while we're resting, and we wouldn't have to pull all of them since each of our suits has a transponder and we have the portable one as well. We would just need like one or uh, one or two at most, maybe. So, but that that could be an idea of giving of giving us another way of uh, expediting our rescue, since unfortunately they we still don't know where we are other than just near the Himalayas. Sure. Uh, one thing you do know from that is that uh, one thing you you do know from that is uh, connecting. Uh, I'll say with a zero point spend, you you start kind of working through ways you can connect it, and you know that um, 
the batteries in the transponders last as long as they do because they send a very, very simple ping over and over again. If you plug it into something as complicated as the radio, you could probably get a message out, but you probably wouldn't have a lot of talking time. Okay. So, well, that's all we would mainly need just to give them a, a confirmation to say, hey, we're alive. Sure. Um, Wait, why don't we um, do it? Can any of us get our uh, latitude and longitude by looking at the stars? Yeah, absolutely. Get our heading. Like, we could wait till nightfall, look at dim dire stars, and with a compass, maybe figure out exactly where we are. Yeah, Is sure. that possible? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if somebody wants to make a, uh, let's see, I guess it'll be science a roll? Yeah, science roll. That sounds like okay. a good one. Science spend. Science, science spend, yeah. Spend. Not, don't roll okay. don't roll investigative skills. Sorry, I'm so used I'm so used to <laughs> trail. Yeah, you don't have a, you how many sessions of Trail of Cthulhu have you played? I know. Oh, yeah, many. Many is the answer. Not so, just my game, Bill's game too. I know. So <laughs> spit <laughs> Hey, we've been playing baseline Cthulhu for a while, or excuse me, Delta Green, so which has similar investigative rules. Um, but I will go ahead and make a, uh, I will make a, a science spend. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, based on that, you're, you're, uh, you don't have, a, you don't have a map on you of this region, but you have a, you have a, a much better idea. Um, all of you are, all of you are trained in astro navigation, which is, you know, uh, navigating by the stars. The stars are the only thing that you have in space aside from the earth below you. Um, so yeah, you're, uh, you have a pretty good idea of where you should be. Okay. So especially when, uh, so when we go out, we could actually give longitude and latitude coordinates to them. So give us, uh, to give them a better idea of where to find us. So, yeah, but okay. No problem then. Uh, yeah, I think we're good at this point, so we can probably start resting and take our turns. All right. Who's gonna, who's gonna take shifts and when, um, so and i guess like i'll you, go first yeah i am commander so we probably want two people up just because one to face the in the inside of the cave and one to face the the entrance uh we could just do short shifts you know not True. very long and just um so yeah since we we can at least kind of pretend we're still on iss time yeah so uh but yeah we don't need to have two people up at one time i think that would just have short shifts <laughs> We've already got two injured people. Yeah. Exa- oh, yeah, that's true. We have two injured. It's really just us four, or four. Yeah, so we'll basically be, yeah, we'll just be on the, us four on the rotation. So, so one at a time. Yeah. So uh, So I'll go first. And, uh, yeah, uh, three hour shifts, I guess. Yeah, or maybe, yeah, I guess, or two hours. Or just two hours, give, yeah, two hours. I two guess hours, eight hours. All right. Considering uh, how exhausted we are. Yeah. And under normal circumstances, we wouldn't be in a bed in a recovery ward. So, yeah, we would be facing, uh, you know, badgers, Himalayan badgers, Himalayan badgers. <laughs> yep. So, they serenely give no fucks. So uh, clearly, they bit an astronaut. That's like <laughs> shooting a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Biting an astronaut is like shooting a. U- well, now they're going to be rare. We just made a point of how there's not going to be any more I, astronauts. I, I think I'm going to take watch with. after you. You yeah. clearly need some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's not going to be astronauts for generations. We're as rare as unicorns. Now. Wait, so we're yeah. So Don't remind happen? me of that. So wait, yeah. so it's going to end up that we're going to be roaming out in the forest. Some prin- uh, princess from a, another another fantasy country is going to find us. 
touch us, and then we're going to be the NASA victim fanboys, which are you know NASA fanboys, and then and pure as like the legend demands. So. And then Tim Curry in a giant rubber fo- foam rubber suit is going to come and attack and take us prisoner. Uh, well, yeah, I mean uh, that would be the Republican caucus trying to cut the budget for NASA. Yes. I think you figured it out perfectly. Okay, so they just managed to hire I'm Tim. I'm checking the med kits to make sure the painkillers are still there. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, no, we're popping that like yeah. candy. So oh, that is that are Skittles for the night. <laughs> yeah, fine. It's fine. This metaphor has been stretched well beyond the breaking point. <laughs> she can't it, hold it, Captain. <laughs> oh, God. So, but yeah, we're we're on our rest in, in watch cycle. All right. Um, so let's see. So now to as the first on watch, since trouble. Are you spending anything? Let me look at my thing. I have five left. I will spend two. Feels like it's an important thing. Yeah, that probably will be. Let's see. All right. Yeah, you look out over the you look out over the burning over the I guess the embers of your fire now or the low light of your fire um and uh you uh you see some you see uh some uh, forms off in the distance you can kind of um in the uh when the wind when the wind kind of stops whipping through the uh the valley um and it's and uh, all is calm you can kind of hear some uh you can hear some crunching through the uh through the loose snow off in the distance Mm. Liam Neeson wolves. Hello. Do you really want that? That uh, you you really want the Liam Neeson wolves? No, I just. Uh, so all right. So they're they're. I I can just sort of sense their general presence. I can. Yeah, you can, really you can, you can, you can, you think you can see them off in the distance. Your eyes are more focused on the remaining bits of the fire that you have going. Um, okay. Than they are to the distance. You can just kind of All right, I am just going to watch them very alert, very awake, uh, trying to hope that they get close so I can kill one of them so they'll know not to fuck with us. <laughs> All right. As soon as one of them gets within, like, uh, shooting, like, where I can get a clear shot, I will spend the rest of my points uh, to well, yeah, shoot them. You were, you were a vengeful <laughs> space commander. We are, it's, I mean, I would say Law of the Jungle. We're not in a jungle, but I feel like the same principles apply. We are trying to sleep. Well, <laughs> you can't sleep if you're dead. Well, so far, I, I haven't made any noise at all. I am just watching very intently. Okay, uh, Ross, I'm just going to say this right now. I'm kind of glad we haven't found the conch shell yet. <laughs> so let's just be clear. Fine. Right. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Besides, s- we could have meat. I mean, like we could help. We we wouldn't have to cut carve you open, Aaron, for a while. Dude, dude. Well, thanks. That 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 put my mind at ease. You're welcome. All right. So, uh, does one get close enough that I can get a good shot on it, or are uh, they just not during, not during your shift? They seem to be. Uh, they seem to be busy with something else. Okay. Uh, I will shortly before my shift wake the next person up. Uh, Axe, I think it was your character. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, hey, we're being watched. They're trying to seize us up. So by uh, what? Just look out there. It's kind of in the distance. 
but they're they're out there. I've, I've seen them. They didn't get close enough, so I couldn't get a shot on them. <laughs> but they're out there. There's like a pack of things. Speaking of shot, you don't you don't plan on sleeping with the gun, right? Like I can have that for this watch. Uh, I guess fine. <laughs> but <laughs> wait. Uh, yeah, I guess fine. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, wake me up. If well, I guess I'll hear the gunshot. The, the utter re- reluctance in Ross's voice. Yeah. Good luck. Time to get some Z's. Oh. All right. Yep. So after she makes sure that Galileo and Viola aren't dead, she'll go out and watch. Oh yeah, I should have done that too. Uh, yeah, Viola's uh, Viola's still breathing. Um, Galileo. Um, uh, let's see. Um, as you check on as you check on Galileo, uh, you can uh, you notice that you you notice that his uh, his breathing is a little bit uh, is a little bit quicker, um, and he appears to be sweating a little bit. Hmm. Oh, his wound got infected. Yeah, like zero points spent to know this is an infection. Uh, that's what it looks like, which is surprising because you disinfected the hell out of that. Unless there was a it was a rabid Himalayan badger. But rabies would... I don't think rabies would move that fast. Himalayan rabies. This is not a double gold situation. I think it is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I am an astronaut. Sorry. Whatever. Um, so, although, do we uh, do we have emergency... Ana- oh, do we have antibiotics? Well, you're within? asleep. You don't even know about, about this yet. I, I, say, I can sleep talking with emergency yeah. antibiotics. Like, she'll stuff some... Any antibiotics she has into him, and uh, can go out and watch yeah, him. you yeah, you wake him up and hand him some penicillin. He's he's like kind of, you can see he's 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 kind of like clutching his kind of clutching his wrist and uh, not flinching but um, wincing, I guess. Yeah, she'll she'll just you know, ask him how he feels and uh, sort of get a general idea. What he's going through, and my wrist, my my wrist hurts like hell. I mean, like worse than it did for like there's a there's kind of a, a pulsing. That's yeah. Well, you appear to have an infection. All right, yeah. A little odd, but uh, maybe maybe it, it bit down very deep, and I just couldn't get the couldn't get down deep enough. I, I'm not sure. I'm gonna check back when my watch is done. Uh, All right. but hopefully the penicillin should should work out of there. All right, thank you, Doctor. <clears throat> and yeah, uh, yeah. So shoulder this ridiculous uh, like shotgun machete eyebird thing and go on and watch. All right, yeah. Uh, make a sense trouble check as you go on watch. Spend two. Okie doke. Uh, what'd you roll? Five. Or okay. a three and then the two made it a five. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, you can see the, uh, you can, yeah, uh, similarly to, uh, similarly to, um, uh, Naoto, uh, you can see the, you can see them off, you can see forms off in the distance. Um, they appear to be, uh, you can see three of them are working in unison to drag something. Um, you can see, um, yeah, you can see, you can see three of them in unison, uh, working to drag something. They actually come, uh, close enough to, uh, they come close enough to the firelight, um, you can see, uh, you can actually get a good glimpse of them. Uh, make a stability roll. Uh, five. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Um, 
Yeah, you've you've you'd heard about them. You'd heard about these strange Himalayan Himalayan, Himalayan badgers. You can see that they're uh, strangely they uh, they are strangely um, uh, com- they're completely hairless. Uh, you can see uh, you can see that uh, on each of their uh, on each of their legs is a they have uh, some very very large they have some very very large very uh, sharp claws. And they seem to be the uh, they're about the size of uh, German shepherds and they seem to be working in unison to pull uh, to pull a uh, a goat. Um, you can see them go down into one of the snow holes and drag the goat down with it. Um, another strong gust of wind comes and quickly levels out their trail through the snow. Yeah, that, that's normal. Everything is all right. We're good. Oh no, we have a bet. Great, I have a great plan. Then you wake me up and tell me about it. <laughs> Good thing we're not goats. <laughs> does, this, well, no. does this plan involve giving each one of us a bullet? No, we shoot a goat, poison the goat, and then leave the goat for the uh, badgers to get. What are we poisoning the goat with? Oh, we'll find something. <laughs> <laughs> Rocket fuel. Yeah, exactly. Rocket fuel. <laughs> what rocket fuel in the capsule? There's Hold gonna... on, if we're, if we're playing with rocket fuel, then we might as well make the go to bomb instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I, I, you know, uh, this immediately went from I, I like where you're going with this. Uh, I'm just saying we can find something that will kill them. I'm there, sure there's something in there. Uh, I like that this has immediately gone from fear itself to the apocalypse system. <laughs> So. This, is, this is Goat Simulator now. Goat, simu- goat Space Simulator. We've gone from Kerbal Space Program to uh, Goat Simulator. Goat Soyuz Simulator. Both of them, fittingly, both of them are Unity games. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. Actually, Goat Simulator might be something else. I don't know. I think <sighs> Goat Simulator that. is Unity. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Kerbal so. might not be. No, Kerbal's definitely know. Unity. Yeah. Okay. I know that one for sure, because um, it has all the Unity lighting. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So uh, Naoto, or not Naoto? Naoto is already Naoto's asleep. Naoto, stay asleep. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, friggin' Leah, um, your shift comes to a close. Um, yeah. Who, who did we decide beforehand would be the? Uh, I'm not saying that we, the players, decided beforehand, but I'm sure that we would have pick whoever was third in line so she'll kick whoever that is asleep or awake all right who wa- who else wants to wake up <laughs> um I'll, Ed, i have not taken a shift so edward can all right be awful to wake yeah no no okay uh, anything yeah. anything happen uh the those things got kind of close there were there were three of them i saw what they looked like she she gives a description uh they were dragging away a goat uh well, at least they found food. Hopefully that'll distract them from us until the retrieval crews come in. So, or at least until we can either get a signal, uh, another signal out, or we contact our ham radio buddy. So, yeah, but just uh, you know, t- take this in case they come real close. Give them so. the gun. <sighs> not that I really can do that. I've not like I'm a terrible shot. Better at actually, you know, get, giving him one for one with my fists, but uh. Uh, oh, I suggest oh. against that for a variety of medical and uh no okay apparently same reasons no apparently since yeah their bite was just as bad as a koala bite from what I understand. Speaking of which, uh, you know once he's up and ready to go, she'll yeah. go and check out Galileo. 
So, but yeah, I, I, I position myself, just kind of take a sip of water, maybe a bite of whatever ra- whatever ration bar they have for us, and just kind of... <sighs> just settle in for the hall. All glory. The last astronaut. Or last cosmonaut, sorry. We made it back. <laughs> oh, wonder if they'll paint up a mural on the, Cosmo- on the Cosmodrome. Hmm. I, I like that. <laughs> a lot. Oh... Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm just kind of sitting on there while she's checking on Galileo. All right. Uh, yeah, you check on Galileo. He's actually, um, you can see he's actually still awake. He's kind of rolled over and is still kind of, uh, still kind of, uh, it's not not necessarily massaging, but kind of like grabbing and, uh, I, I, I guess I will say massaging for lack of a better term, the, uh, the bite area. Um, can I make like a... Or I, I don't know because I'm not like I'm sort of medically inclined myself, but like, um, is this odd for an infection? It's odd that an infection would happen this quickly and become like this. Um, you know that you know that there's it's not it's not uncommon for it's not uncommon for like for swelling and inflammation to happen, especially after a wound that bad. Um, if this is like a if this is like a full blown infection though, like it's it's uh, grown very rapidly. Mm. Well, if, if symptoms further increase or diverge, just let me know when I can spend like a natural history or something. But uh, so that's the closest investigative ability to medicine. Yeah, yeah. Either that or science. Science cures all wounds. I mean, what? No, first aid does. Um, all right, yeah. Um, are you are you gonna go back to sleep? Or are you like keeping watch on him? Or yeah, that, that's the weirdest thing is that like as someone just back from space, he probably should be like tuckered out already. And the fact that this is keeping him up is pretty distressing. Yeah. Um. So all right. Yeah. You. I don't know. Lay next to him and you. Uh, you fall asleep because you're fucking tired. <laughs> um. You're pretty sure he fell asleep. All right. And uh, make a sense trouble check while on watch. Uh, yes, I will, and I will go ahead and spend two on that. Okay. And it's good for I did because I only get a four. So. All right. So. Sitting around, sipping, wishing I had a hip flask. They wouldn't let me have one. All I got I is this bet. canteen. Yeah. Still think that's kind of bullshit. But, this one You know, flask. think 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 about the mural, the mural that will be there. So, <laughs> the glorious, glorious mural. The, the glorious mural. All damn, right, damn it. <laughs> and uh, let's see. And uh, um, let's. And you are, uh, yeah, you are uh, pulled out. Uh, you are pulled out of your thoughts of the glorious mural. Um, by this, by this, by the sounds, uh, by the sounds of uh, cans uh, clanking uh, down, uh, clanking further down the cave. Ooh. Uh, so, and I'm probably facing the entrance, I guess. So I'll yeah move around. Uh, I'm gonna go over to uh, Natal. So and jostle her awake. Where? Where's my gun? Okay. <laughs> you have the other one. I need you to watch the. Fr- I need you to watch the front. There's something. Uh, the alarm was tripped in the back. So you're going to check it out? Yes, I'm going to check it out. I need you to watch the front. Uh, okay, sure, go for it. So, uh, and to keep an eye on everybody else. So, just if you hear something, come and get me. Uh, I will wake everyone up and then get you. Yes. 
uh, okay. I, I appreciate that. So, and I'll start, and I'll make my way back towards the uh, the alarm string. All right. Uh, yeah. Make a sense trouble check as you're. Uh, mm. Yeah. All right. Spending my last two. Come on. Three. All right. Uh, Punch that badger. I don't think they're badgers. Uh, are I you taking? Were you taking the other gun with you? Yes, I yes I okay. have one. And, uh, All right, make sure. I assume I assumed you would. Yes. So, not that I have any shooting for that, I can probably use it in scuffling to bludgeon one of these things. No, load it with flares. <laughs> I don't think it can be loaded with flares. It can be. You weren't paying attention. You can shoot flares okay. from it. Okay, I'm sorry. God. So uh, it does everything but cut friends. I worked man. an eight-hour day today. <laughs> This morning, but no, I'm kind of start going through the inking blackness, shining my flashlight at the back entrance. All right, um, yeah. As you go, um, as you shine, as uh, you shine your light around, um, you look to you look to the uh, to the can trap. You don't uh, you don't see anything. Uh, you don't see anything there immediately. Um, although then, uh, although the, as you start panning around, you notice that as you get further back into this cave. Um, you can see that you can see that through the walls is uh, through through the walls uh, of this uh, f- further back in the cave. Um, you can see uh, small um, like uh, I'm gonna say th- the three foot diameter holes um, around the uh, around the around the walls and uh, around the walls uh, kind of layered on top of each other. Kind of like honeycombed into the walls. Yeah, yeah, not not quite that close, but yes, uh, kind of throughout the throughout the the section. Um, and let's see. Um, and then uh, you uh, and then you hear a chittering. Uh, and you turn your you turn and you face your light uh into uh into the uh, well into the face of one of these uh. Of uh, one of these crazy bat, one of these crazy Himalayan badgers, um, <laughs> make a stability roll. As you see, yeah, it's yeah. as you see, it's a uh, gross, hairless, uh, gross, hairless face with uh, uh, up close. Its teeth uh, are not properly covered by its mouth. Okay, uh, I got a four. All right, um, you, uh, yeah, uh, survival instinct kicks in. It is going to, uh, it is going to uh, jump out of the hole at you. You can make a. Uh, it's going to it's gonna do scuffling at you uh As it's scuffling, scuffling is higher than yours um well uh really yes i have like an eight eight in scuffling show yes oh boy um is this one bigger or something than the other badgers sorry i missed the description no problem um i will go ahead i'll, I'll try to take a shot at it since i i'm just gonna be reacting he would just react by pulling the trigger all right so uh yeah make a, make a uh, make a shooting check uh, are you? He has no points in it. I have no points. Yeah, in I know. It. Uh, but the other thing I'm saying, the other thing I will say yes. is that it is a. Uh, if you're using the shotgun, it is a double barrel thing. So, uh, would I also? Uh, I forgot. There's no point blank rules to this, is there? No. Okay. Well, actually, so, oh. the, um, I think you get plus one to hit. Yeah, you get plus. You get plus one to hit. You're definitely then. Uh, okay, then that would just still be three. So that would be a miss. So right. unless I get the, the other shot immediately, if it has an athletics of eight or more. It's it, hit number is. Four. Yes. So yeah. So I'm that guessing was, it does. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming it does. So uh, with the double barrel, do I get one more shot or do I have to wait for another action to do that? Um, well, you're in point blank, basically. So if you miss with one barrel, you're going to miss with the other barrel. Okay. So like in the time that you have to react, you react to that. So, yeah, I, I miss altogether. So it's going to scuffle at you. Lovely. So uh, and I have an athletics of 10 total. So overall. Okay. And I have about five remaining, so. All right. Um, yeah, you can spend a point of athletics and then spend more to get a bonus on. Well, actually, no, it's a it's a, it's, it's a flat thing. Yeah. So, yeah. um, well, I did it. Would I actually get the chance to dodge or would I? Uh, since uh, I yeah, you action? would. Yeah, you would. I'll say. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't know since I already took an action if I would be allowed defense. So, okay, I'll spend two more to get myself a plus one on that roll. Okay. Yeah. Throw dice. Ugh. All right, and yes, that will uh, give me a four. Okay. Uh, it rolled a five. Um, Fuck. So it uh, it doesn't. You get out of the way. You get out of the way of its. Um, uh, you get out of the way that it does not bite and immediately kind of uh, sink into uh, sink its uh, teeth into you. Um, but you do get. Uh, you are not far enough away as it uh, as it manages to uh, as one of its claws uh, digs into your ankle. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, dealing one damage. <laughs> yeah. It has to cut through. It has to cut through your snowsuit and your Pharrell suit and your Sokol suits, which are all on top of each other, forming a very effective layer of armor. Uh, I'm I'm glad I got the the one rat that would reciprocate a monk's lap. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, so um, in that case, do I have a chance to go ahead and load on with a second barrel? Yes. Okay. Um, actually, also, actually, that does remind me. You fired a shotgun in a very tiny space. Make a health test. Uh, yes, I will. <laughs> oh yeah, we all heard. And that. I assume the rest of us. Yes, all the rest of you plus. hear this. Yeah, as yeah, it that's gonna. Down the that's your alarm. Loudly. So, uh, yes. So I made a five on that. So I. Okay. I yeah, made... you're not dazed. You're not dazed by it. Um, you, you do notice that you do notice that the uh that the that uh the creature is um, let's see. Uh, what did, actually? What did you roll on shooting? Uh, the last time. Uh, on this uh, time. Uh, I haven't rolled my shooting okay. at the last make a, one. Make, a, make a roll on shooting. Okay. Five made that one. All right. Uh, you noticed that you noticed that the that the creature is a bit more sluggish after that first shotgun blast, and the second one, uh, you uh, let's see, uh, roll damage. Okay. Actually, uh, shit, let's... don't you fired a, you sh- fired a shotgun to this at point blank range? Just um, ashed it. Just eat this. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you. Uh, there is there is a big hole going through its center. <laughs> um. Although when I noticed, yeah, you said I was noticing that it looked sluggish. Um. I and, wonder. Uh, yeah. I, I wonder if it's just blind and it's an auditory predator. Uh. Oh yeah. Also, make another health test as you fired another shotgun. Another round. Very to close. Him. Uh, I only made three on that, so. Um. All right. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Take. Uh. Take a. Take a damage as that's fucking. So, your. Your ears. Your ears hurt, and all you can hear uh, right now is just the is just a very uh light tone in the background. It's just, ma ma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what the world sounds like to Pete Townsend. <laughs> so, but we got it. <laughs> We got it. it was everybody yeah, everybody just else is rushing. awakened by the sound of two shotgun blasts down the cave. Uh, just come rolling up after. Yeah, look at uh, now if he's coming up. Uh, got it. One of them at least. 
Bring it here. Let's look at. You it. did what? So that shot one thing, of the badgers. That thing that one of those things that bit Galileo. They got one. Maybe now he's scared it off. Scared it off, and they know this is the example not to come around here. Well, let's take a look at it. Uh, we need to <sighs> see if there's any way we can figure out what they are or what they can, you know, what kind of danger they pose to us. Um, sure. Um, go into the cave and go grab it. So I'm kind of crawling backwards right now just because of yeah. shotgun blasting. Although um, I'm assuming we could, have... maybe they're cannibals and we could poison this instead of having to shoot a goat. God, it's just it's just about the cannibalism with you, isn't it? Well, it's we're in the mountains. It's it's when in Rome, uh, do as the, the mountains cannibal- aren't mountain all about cannibalism. I, I think I, I think you have a I think you have a uh, sorry uh, stereotype about mountain life. It doesn't always have to be cannibalism. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, well, I, I think we, we can solve our problems if we just think outside the box. And accept cannibalism into our lives. Well, not all, we won't be eating him, they'll be eating him. And okay. Then, yeah. so, um, but I'm assuming we have, we still have, like, latex gloves for, um, I mean, you have kits. your mittens and stuff. Yeah. Oh, the mittens, okay, so you that works. Giant, so. Although I'm guessing we, you probably took yours off so you could operate a gun. Yeah, they're, they're like so. pinned, somebody else. They're can... like they're pinned to your you're pinned to your snowsuit. Like you're eight years old though, so you don't lose them. Because <laughs> if there's one, <laughs> if there's one thing no you don't want to lose on on top of a snowy mountain range, it's, it's your fucking cold weather gear. Oh no, yeah, no, that's the better portion of it. Uh, but I'll let you drag the corpse back for an examination. Yeah, sure. Um, all right. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, you drag it back to the uh, you drag it back to the the mouth of the cave. Um, let's see. What do you, what do you have? What are your skills? What are you good at? How do you express yourself? Um, I still, <laughs> I have science and police procedures. So, and I still have okay. science. Investigative well. procedures. And um, science. yeah, yeah, you can, uh, uh, yeah, you can spend, um, yeah, you can spend science to, uh, kind of, I was, I was, all right, spend the, spend that science him. to look at it. Um, uh yeah, you see that it's you see that it's um uh kind of uh examining it, you can see that it's uh its claws are it's uh its claws are very large, very sharp. Um all of its limbs are very, very heavily muscled. Um uh you realize that you realize that while these uh looking at this, you realize that while these things can't uh can't like burrow through stone like Bugs Bunny style, they likely the they likely uh, can dig through it at a certain pace. Um, probably not dissimilar to a way that uh, not probably not dissimilar to a way that an that an ant can uh, can burrow through soil and create a. Uh, in, in fact, ants come to your mind with regards to this. Um, and also, as you take a look at the claws and at the uh, and at the teeth, um, well. Uh, as you take a look at the at the yeah, you take a look at the claws and the teeth. You note that there is some sort of uh, there's a there is a residue of sorts that appears to be uh, that appears to cover um appears to cover the claws and a uh, um and a similar kind of uh well the the teeth are covered in saliva and also uh yeah because they're in a mouth <laughs> um. Nice, but it leads you to the conclusion that this that this creature uh, this creature secretes. Uh, you you can see and you can see in its mouth there are some extra um, 
there are some extra ducts or some extra um, glands, and you realize this this creature secretes some sort of venom um, from both of from venomous both... Himalayan Himalayan badgers. I should have known. And uh, uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, so you rec- so you recognize that these these creatures probably have probably have uh, set up like a have set up some sort of network, not unlike an ant colony. Uh, through this area, probably. Nice. Um, so. Yeah, and they appear to have um, many, many layers of. They seem to have many, many layers of fat um, that insulates the. That seems to be insulating their uh, their outer. That seems to be insulating them from the these the mountainous conditions. So, um, looking at its head, um, can we take a look at its eyes and also to see and also it's just its general face to see if we can see any other sensory organs? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with the yeah, with the science check, you uh, you uh, you see that it actually does not have any eyes. Um, oh, it's a badger mole. And uh, that and given the uh, given the rest of it and the uh, and the the chittering and and uh, and that you realize they have very very sensitive hearing. Um, so very sensitive hearing and probably a everywhere. very good, probably a very good sense of smell. Oh man! Uh, especially given the very- yeah, we've got a whole other problem now. I just I don't even know what to do. Oh. So does, does someone mention the poison to the yeah. doctor? I will mention the venom. Um, yeah, Can actually, you make, uh, uh, some sort of anti venom with your you know science lab and your survival kit. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I'll, I'll get right on it. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Edward, as you hear about the venom on the claws and on the teeth, make a stability roll. Yes. Oh yeah. Cause you got bit. I, uh, did, uh, no, I got clawed, but it only, it only went through, uh, no, it got, it no, got you took your leg. Damage. You took damage. Yeah. I got my so leg. Got, yeah. Oh, you're right. Oh, I didn't, th- I thought it didn't, I didn't take it. Didn't get you, it didn't get you as bad. I bet. Okay. It, <laughs> it broke the skin. Yeah. That's a two on my stability. All right, yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, take four as um, you take four a look shit. as you take a look over at Galileo and see how uh, see how he's see how uh, see how he's partying over there. Oh my god, I'm down to one stability. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit! All right. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's went down fast. So I'm kind of having a mild panic attack over here, going, oh, no, 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 can't go out that way. I can't that way. I'm a national hero. God damn it. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll give you a very good eulogy. <laughs> Brandishing the empty shotgun like a club. You're going, you you shut the hell up. That was out of character. Can I, uh, can I spend naturalist speed? Figure out some, like, I'm probably not going to find like a natural anti-venom mm-hmm. out here, but like, now that I know it's a, now that I know it's a poison, mm-hmm. something that might work better than just stuffing penicillin into him. That clearly, uh, you know, well, you know that the, if the, if the poison, if the poison isn't already like circulating through, isn't already circulating through his bloodstream. If it's something that persists, uh, your best course of action is your best course of action is to, uh, is to regularly keep cleaning and redressing the wound. Uh, um, you could probably, given given the nature of how venoms work, probably some, probably a lot of it has already seeped in, but you can stop. You can probably you can stop some further damage um, by uh, by cleaning the wound and making sure no more of it comes in. Okay. So so okay. At least we can try to keep that on the night. So um oh god. Ugh. So so we should probably tourniquet his foot. 
I can, yeah, but I'm. I, am I feeling? Am I feeling any worse for the wear other than just the general exhaustion? Um, nothing. I mean, nothing. Nothing immediately. Although you know that aside, you know that aside from the massive bite, uh, Galileo didn't immediately feel anything either. Yeah. So, uh, I have a little bit of medicine too. So maybe I can just make the recommendations of just help bandaging and take a and take a hearty dose of antibiotics just in case. Edward, what do you want to call it? Antibiotics won't hurt. Sir. Call what? Two motions to the animal. Uh, dead is what I want to call it. I'm not. It's like I, I'm, I'm. I'm not a biologist by hands. I, I don't care about naming this species. No, so, you can name it whatever you would like. Asshole. That's what I'll name it. <laughs> <laughs> the venomous Himalayan badger. I don't know. Uh, the, the Himalayan <laughs> venomous mole badger. badger I thought you were gonna so. call. I thought you were gonna call it the venomous Himalayan asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, that can be its that can be its scientific name. What's the what's Latin for asshole? <laughs> it's actually a real simple answer to that question if you think about it. Assholicus? Uh <laughs> Sterculius, the Roman god of feces. Uh oh damn it, I can't remember the name of the uh, Roman goddess of the aqueducts. Like, I need to remember her name, so but that that probably wouldn't work. Um, the venomous anyway. Himalayan anus. <laughs> but, 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 uh, it's like, I think that's just a Nepalese uh, bad guy wrestler, you know. <laughs> oh no, with the Himalayan anus coming from the turnbuckle! <laughs> so the WWE's Himalayan heel? Oh no, he's backyard wrestling. He's not that big. <laughs> he's never going to get that support. Uh, he's like he's like aiming for Chikara one day. Exactly. Chikara? Do we have any more shells? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've got a yeah, you've okay. got another you've got another 10. So we're, we've won plenty, but if these things come it's like come hunting for their companion and see uh-huh. that one of them's dead, uh, I have no idea what this is going to do. If if they're even organized into any kind of like actual hive structure, they see a dead drone, they might just come out fighting. Maybe but most why don't animals we leave, usually don't why don't we leave the, like that. Well, yeah, why don't why don't we leave the, the biological supposition to someone who's studied biology their entire life? How about we go and do that? Hey, no, it's like, hey, oh, I... Himalayan burn. Uh, put some snow on that. Just uh, so yes, biologist person, what should we do? Okay, well, we know there's we know there's social. I saw I saw a pack of them hunting earlier. Okay. So with uh, their sound and their so they use sound and their social. So it sounds like they're just highly organized. I'm going to spend natural history to try to make some extrapolations here. Uh, sure. Yeah, taking uh, so with uh, with the natural history spend and kind of the bi- the biology. I said biology. Uh, with the with the biology, um, you know that they you know that they uh, they seem to operate they seem to operate in packs, but they also seem to. Um, you're not you're thinking about it that you're not sure if they operated as a pack or if they're just, or if they just sort of operated as a collective. Um, you kind of, you've kind of been hearing about the, uh, about the, about the claws and the, and the networks. Um, and the behavior that you're really getting is that they're, uh, is that they're a lot like ants, um, that they seem to, they seem to sort of scatter out and they seem to scatter out in sources of food. And once they have one located, then the rest of them will follow a scent trail and they'll kind of work together to all bring it back in. Hmm. So, 
a singular one of these on its own is a singular one of these on its own is uh, incredibly stupid. But as a collective, they as a collective, they are um, you're not certain how many you're not certain how many there are, uh, how many could even how many could be sustained in this area. But you know that. Yeah, but you know that their their strength, uh, their their uh, the whole is greater than the sum of their parts. Which means that if they start collecting, we are in serious trouble. That's why we hit the place. If, if they're truly eusocial like ants, then they might have a they might have a queen type figure. Do you want to go into the deep dark not uh, deep dark network of caves to slay? Well, uh, it's like to slay the badger mole queen. How do you deal with ants? You poison. We poison their food supply. We 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 throw this one out. Uh, with loaded up with some poison and hope that does its work. That's a uh, right. But the reason ant poisons work is because they they contain things that ants like, like most poisons. They they like they smell bad. They look wrong. You know all all that sort of stuff. Like we don't have a convenient tasty poison on hand. I don't think. And, uh, what about if we just pour a bunch of you know pour a bunch of rocket fuel or whatever on a goat? They're gonna be like, "Ew, what's wrong with that goat?" And move on. Yeah, it's All right. fair enough. Yeah. Uh, what um, about your drugs? We could load it up if we load it up with opiates. It, they probably wouldn't be able to detect it, and then they get all they get they OD on the uh, uh, painkillers. You want to send our painkillers in a corpse? Well, I'm just spitballing ideas. If you have better ideas, I would. Ha- we could set the forest on fire. Maybe that'll help. Uh, yeah, and very, very funny. What? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so I say, <laughs> it's not a cornfield. Yeah. Um, so I'll say the other thing, um, Leah, that you know is that they're with their use with their use social behavior and their and their very kind of simplistic mindset. Um, you could, uh, you know, uh, you know. Also, um, actually, if, do you have another point of natural history? Uh, I don't. I've got science and investigative procedure. Uh, spend, left, spend uh... science. I'll say science works. Um, because you realize, you realize that there's nothing like, there's nothing maligned about these creatures. They don't have, they don't have a sense of, they don't have a, a sense of vengeance or, you know, they, 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 they are incapable of evil. They are just animals that are looking for food. No, I always, I always knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to kill them. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, no, they're they're not going to strike back at us. Like that doesn't make natural sense. Uh, well, unless they think we're food. So, uh, so, and what what time of day is it, by the way, or is it already tonight? Um, it is. Uh, dawn is. Let's see. Dawn is beginning to break. Uh, and we technically didn't see any of them really before nightfall, except in that one hole. So there's the chance they might be nocturnal. Uh, maybe. Either way, we are safe for outside, but we have two people that uh, that we can't really move, and the the weather's not going to do them any more favors. So yeah. speaking of which, um, yeah. We just Should have Viola have been up by now from a blow to the head. Uh, yeah, Viola's Viola's beginning to stir. She's still a little out of it, but yeah. Okay, then we really need to get this on. So once full daybreak has come out and we've eaten our uh, at least eaten our rations, uh, well, it's like I'll make a. It's like I will go out with anybody else to the Soyuz, see if we can jury rig the transponder and get a signal from 
That's like from the Cosmodrome, at least. Uh, and you and everybody else can stay behind while we're waiting. So uh, that's fine. I have to keep monitoring Galileo's condition. Okay. I don't have any technical skills, really. I'm a cop. If, well, if you can just sit there and watch my back, because obviously I'm not as good with a gun as I thought I was, which means I don't have any skills. Uh, okay, sure. I'll take one gun. Okay. So, all right. Let's Casimir will stay watch over Leah and the injured people. Okay. Right. So, but, all right. So we'll just pack up everything once full daylight hits and then start moving out. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys begin, you guys begin moving back to the Soyuz. Um, Leah, as you're looking over, um, as you're looking over, uh, well, uh, Viola is, Viola's responding, although she's, uh, still, you know, concussed. She's not having, she's, 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 so to speak. Hmm? But we're over the hump with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she's coming out of it. She's just having a bad day. Um, actually, uh, actually that is, um. Um, as you're kind of as you're kind of checking her over, uh, you realize that you can you realize that um, you can uh, hear her breathing, um, like you can like and I mean I mean as she's kind of as she's kind of breathing, you get a bit of the, um, and uh, you realize that she uh, you realize that she is uh, she is uh, succumbing to altitude sickness. Is there any? treatment for that besides get them lower um you know that you can you know you can keep her going for you know you can keep her going for a while if she has if she has access to a more uh she has access to a more pure form of oxygen does the soya still work um yeah it still works i was saying say that out loud be like yeah uh you need to salvage one of the uh like a canister of oxygen and bring it back here because uh, she's not handling the altitude very, very well. Well, Casimir, look, and the capsule would hold several people in safety and oxygen. Whatever they are, they won't get inside. Uh, Sarah's, yes, but, um, hmm. Well, Galileo's safe to move. He's just not having a great time. Uh, I guess we could we could evacuate those two to the capsule. Yeah, you can see that. Uh, you are the doctor. Also, uh, All right, and uh, Galileo's awakened. He's Edward. How are you feeling? Sorry. Just asked Edward how he's. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I thought we. I'm sorry. I thought we had already headed out, so I didn't think we were in a group. Sorry. Um, um, this is all no, happening I'm... simultaneously. Okay, so uh, I'm. I don't feel any worse for the wear at the moment. Hopefully the antibiotics got into my time or that scratch wasn't enough. So. So. Okay. We'll just, you know, if, if any, any physiological changes whatsoever, you need to tell me. No, I will. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too proud to admit that I'm just sick and I'll sit down. But at the moment I don't feel any worse for the wear. So the, the minute I fall down, you'll, you'll know. So. Okay. So. But yeah, let's get out there, and that's yeah. If, if need be, if the the cave system isn't safe, so we can, if in addition to what we're doing to rig up the radio, we can see if we can strip out as much of the uh, that's like of the uh, safety gear as possible for the trip down, since so we wouldn't need it anyway, and we can hang out in the in the capsule overnight. So it'll be uncomfortable, but it'll be safe. Since at least as far as we can tell, these can't, things can't breach steel, or at least we hope they can't. 
they can withstand re-entry, there shouldn't be much that can break through. So, that's true, but it also had a lot that was burned off due to the altered descent, since that, that chute didn't inject it prop- properly halfway our way, when we were on our way down. Uh, the other option, of course, is that we leave some people in the capsule, and the healthiest among us try to make the descent and bring help. Uh, that's another option, but then again, we, that's like with the other's conditions, we, a, a concussion and a se- possible severe bacterial infection, if it is that, or that's like our venom. Um, there's nothing, uh, that would be foolhardy not to leave at least one person to look after them. You were injured yourself. <sighs> well, well, again, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. If our if our luck has turned around, we may be able to get a hold of an official uh, an official, and then at least get off the longitude and latitude coordinates. So, starts picking up stuff. I'll I'll start heading out there with no no. So, um, and I forgot we had radios back and forth, right? Uh, the, you had you had you had the signal mirrors. The signal mirrors. Okay, that's good enough. So, if there's any issues, we'll let you know. So, and we'll keep in distance. With the side. Okay. So. Um, oh yeah, and uh, I guess from overnight, uh, since you guys didn't have enough time to get a full sleep, um, I'll say you guys can refresh. Can each refresh uh, one general ability. Okay, so uh, one point I, in a general ability or to full. Uh, to full. To full. Uh, I will do that with sense. If you, trouble. if the normal rules are, if you have, if you get a few hours to rest in calm without any disturbance, you can refresh. I think it's a three. Um. So okay, then you yeah, guys that, are yeah, but you guys were uh, working. And sure, shifts, so. yeah. <clears throat> Until we weren't. So <laughs> yes. Uh, so I will. Uh, do I, I'm back. Do I need to do anything? Uh, yeah, you can refresh one one general ability pool. Shooting. <laughs> That's the one that makes sense. I shoot <laughs> all the things. I shoot all the gun. Yep. All right, so you guys are going to go down and cannibalize the Soyuz? Yes, to see if we can at least create a safe space and then uh, also see if we can at least jury-rig the rate, the radio with the transponder. All right, it'll be another uh, health point to hike back to the Soyuz. Okay. Amicius. Can do. All right, and then um, let's see. Uh, once you guys are back uh, once you guys are back to the Soyuz, it's uh, like you left it. Um, uh, Good. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, we're in a good mole badger mole area. They don't they don't jag bad rides. I I watch him as he does his thing, or I okay. help him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, would this be would this be mechanics to take this apart? Uh, yeah, yeah. Make a mechanics roll. I will to do that jury, to jury rig something. All right. I am spending three. Okay. Uh, yes, and I get a seven. All right, yeah. Uh, you don't have many tools, um, or like many direct tools, but you do have enough. You do have a knife, and you have a, a good enough knowledge of how this of how this works to kind of uh, break open to break open the radio panel, uh, cut cut loose some cut loose some of the wires, break open your signal beacon, and kind of uh, tie the two things together and make a uh, make a uh, temporary uh, make a temporary high gain antenna. Okay. All right. Uh, since we're only going to be able to, act, have I estimated how long the message is going to be before it cuts out? Uh, you're guessing that given the battery on this thing, you're probably going to have, uh, you're probably going to get maybe a minute. A minute at most. Um, 
probably wouldn't do that, and we're we're probably in no way capable of doing a burst transmission from this, are we? Um, with a seven, uh, with a seven, I'll say you can kind of like if you 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 can you could uh actually the you you can kind of manually burst it by like tapping the wires together. <laughs> okay, so it'll basically just be a one shot then. So yeah, um, it'll probably burn out immediately, but we can get more data through there. So. Mm-hmm. Um, to do that. So, okay. Um, then what I will do is kind of uh, point it out to where uh, the signal relay towards um, that's like the Cosmodrome. Yeah, uh, using with, your compass, yeah. Yeah. Um, longitude and latitude. Um, everybody, uh, it's like the names of everybody on the team confirming we're alive and the uh, that's and the status of the other two and also saying that there is danger. We need help now. Like, now. <laughs> so... Uh, with the others and just uh, I send it off it probably burns out in a second but I'm hopefully yeah you it, send it you send it through it gets it gets really hot and then a the little flashing light that lets you know that it's beaconing the the the, the light b- shines very brightly and then uh the LED off. just burns right out yeah. so so all right I think we got I think we got the message through so that's about as much as we can do um, I can work a little bit longer to see if we can start stripping out the, that's like the, ex, anything in here to create a little bit more room. All right. And so, uh, uh that's like, do you see anything? Oh, did, yeah. Now see anything while I, we were, I was working on this. Um, no, it's pretty, it's, it's actually, it's pretty calm during, actually, uh, now to, uh, you can make a science spend if you got science points left. I will, uh, yes, yeah, spend my life science point. I spent the other one on the, uh, something. Uh, I think about the creature. Yeah, 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 yeah. all right. So yeah, you. Uh, so with science, um, you're looking around. You don't see. Uh, you don't see any of the. You don't see any of the creatures on the landscape. Uh, you, you do still see uh, the occasional goat up in the hills. But the the thing that catches your attention as you look to, um, as you look to the far end of the of the valley area, um, you see uh, you see off on the horizon uh, some very uh, some very uh, dark and th- uh, threatening clouds, and you realize that uh, you realize that a uh, there is a very very strong snowstorm on its way uh, your direction. Oh, that's bad. Um, so six people can't fit in there. Uh, there's no not going to be any heat in the Soyuz if we close it up. We put the people in there, so we kind of are all stuck at the cave because at least we can have a fire going is my read of the situation is that more or less right or um yeah unless you want to unless you want to construct some kind of unless you want to construct some kind of snow shelter around the soyas uh that would require a lot of health points from us yeah you'd have to kind of more exposed to the mole things yeah although they may not go out during the although the cave network is also directly connected to the mole things but you have kind of you have identified one of their weaknesses uh that they they don't like loud noise Yeah. Like a gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or bang those <laughs> rocks together really loudly, hopefully. That's, uh, um, that's true. Um, or we could set up perimeters since we know that noise dis- either uh, it's like confuses them or disorients them. Disorients them. We already did. But like that's the thing. Like I, I mean, does anybody have survival? I mean, it's sort of a technical question. What is the better shelter given these things during the storm? Is it the Soyuz with a primitive shelter or a cave uh so it's it's kind of either one seems about as dangerous to me to my untrained civilian self 
but are there any point spends any of us can do? Uh, nothing I can think of unless we want to put preparedness in for the moment to say that that could be used to work up the shelter. Um, so yeah, I mean, you could definitely spend that to try and to try and build the shelter up. Um, okay. The general thing. So the general thing that you realize from that you that you realize from science is that the shelter um, you can is that you can build the shelter up and build build a wind barrier, which is something that would be much harder to do in the cave because it's a giant it's a giant hole in the in a wall. Um, so you could you would get better protection from the elements in the in the Soyuz craft and the and uh, a bivouac or a lean to if you constructed it and packed it properly with okay. snow. Um, the thing is there that if the if the creatures came out during the blizzard, um, the bivouac is still made of snow and packed and you know packed sticks and is very okay. easily clawable. That's uh, true. Well, it sounds like we have to do the by. I mean, like we're just going to get killed by the. I mean, yeah. All right, we have to do this then. Uh, we just have to hope that the the creatures don't come out during snowstorms. Yeah. Like maybe the sound. Well, if they hate sound, a big, you know all the wind and shit is probably going to not be something they like. Yeah. So, yeah, we just have to, we just have to hope. Uh, is there any danger of the craft being buried? Um, I mean, there is, but it, do you have, I mean, you have intent, you have entrenchment tools in your, um, it'll be buried under snow, but you have, you know, entrenchment tools in your stuff. Rather anymore. If there were people inside and no one outside. Yeah, and worst oh off, yeah, if there probably... if there are people if there are people inside and and no one and no one outside and the craft is buried like you'd have to dig down it, the the hatch opens outwards so you'd have to dig down to open the hatch up yeah so you have to dig to them to op- to let the, to allow them to open the hatch again it'd be a large coffin otherwise so but yeah that's it it probably would but again we we have ways to at least kind of still dig our ways out too and it probably would be a little bit warmer since we have our suits plus thermal blankets and a couple other things so uh i just say yeah we we just build it and hope for the best yeah <laughs> so okay yep so uh yeah i'll i'll be happy to get that started and i can spend my points of preparedness to do that all right so um it'll be uh it'll be a uh... A point of health and a point of athletics, and then you can make a preparedness roll as you're kind of like grabbing stuff and beginning to shove snow into places. Um, okay. So you can get started on that. I'm also going to say make a health test. A health test as well? Okay. Yes. So let me spend that athletics and. Oh, five. Made it. All right. Uh, you feel a very. You're starting to feel a, a sharper pain from your ankle, um, but. Um, I'm, I'm going to burn through that just. Uh, the power of denial yes. compels me. I'm good. <laughs> Everything is good. I shall be famous. This is that my my mural is coming. The man <laughs> who crashed in the wilderness, who escaped space and survived the wilderness, with at least a foot intact. So, and uh, uh, all right. So Nauto, you see that you see that your uh, your uh, crewman is starting to is starting to construct a shelter and pile snow up. Um, you still have your friends back at the cave. All right. Uh, and with my spend, I get a six on preparedness. Okay. Yeah, you're able to find a lot of uh, a lot of uh, large branches that you're able to start kind of layering over one another and building a building and uh, a, a a shelter uh, that kind of extends out from the hatch of the Soyuz. 
uh, considering the idea of uh, of being buried under, uh, you know, be, being being uh, buried in the snow. Yeah, just at least creating the 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 temporary earthwork, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spend all my preparedness, but we we should have a nice little fortification. Yeah. This so. is going to be kind of a multi-person effort here to uh to to to, to finish constructing the thing. <laughs> um. All right. And uh, are you are you guys walking back to? Is somebody walking back to the cave? Are you signaling somebody? Uh, I I'm just gonna stay with the shuttles if Ross wanted to go. So. Uh. Yeah. I'll go back. All right. Uh. There'll be another point of health to head back there. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. So you're back at the. So you're heading back to the cave. Um. So Leah, as you're looking at as you're looking at Galileo, he's really tightly clutching his wrist now, and you can see he's kind of like his eyes are watering. Um. He is groaning. He is kind of groaning with the at the pain. You're assuming it's the pain. Uh. I, I guess all I can do at this point is uh, like I'll spend a point of medic and just throw him some painkillers. Like I'm not really sure what else I can do. Yeah. All right. Um All right, yeah, you do you do what you can to you do what you can to ease the pain. Um I will say that uh as you're kind of uh looking things over, um as you're kind of looking the wound over, you can see that the 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 flesh around uh you can see even under the bandages there is uh the flesh around has begun to turn black. Oh god. <laughs> and you uh and you realize uh you realize that the the venom it carried is a necrotoxin. We should probably take his hand off, shouldn't we? Then, yeah, probably. Because gangrene's not a lot of fun. Got some news for Edward when he gets back to the camp, Bojoy. You know, I, I've I've been waiting for this, but <laughs> I figured this is a good time to bring out this particular uh, picture. Okay, I'm gonna wait a day, and because like if we get rescued, we can cut his hand off somewhere where he probably won't bleed out. Yeah, supposed to hear. Yeah, trying to trying to do a battlefield amputation in a high altitude environment is not a good plan, especially since you don't have like you don't have a bone saw. Uh, so yeah, no, I'd have to hatchet it off with the gun stock. Yeah, basically. Um, so let's see. Also, make a stability roll. Uh, you see a you see a friend who is uh in real bad shape. That's that's a one. All right. Uh, yeah. Take uh, take force stability. Oh wow. Uh, his his wrist looks like a particularly grisly murder scene. <laughs> um, and yeah. Uh, Naoto, Naoto, you return to the you return to the you return to the cave as um as uh, uh Leah is administering uh painkillers to Galileo. Uh oh well that's unfortunate. I have I have some bad news. Uh yeah. Uh whatever is in these things, it's mm-hmm. causing necrosis of the flesh. Uh Ew. like oh. if we don't amputate, it's it's just going to it's going to uh it's going to get gangrenous. Oh wow. Oh, well then um well, do you want to do it here or at the uh, capsule? Because the storm's coming and the caves are not good for that. I, I think we have at least a day or two we can wait until it's absolutely necessary. Because I would rather not do a procedure like this. I mean, I'd rather not do it at all, but I definitely don't want to do it 
in high in high altitude without any tools, anesthetic, so on and so forth. Yeah, kick that can down the road. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, well, we need to get on going to the, uh, you know, uh, Soyuz uh, capsule because um, uh, our comrade is building a shelter there, which will be better for the impending storm. And we just have to hope that the um, creatures do not come out during the storm. Uh, because if they do, we're kind of screwed. But if we stay here, we're definitely screwed. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll get the cans. We can, well, they, they won't be very much good, but we might as well take them. Uh, the little alert strings, um, alarms. And let's get all this up, packed up and go back. I know we're just, the challenges of being an astronaut. It's, it's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be fine. This is going to be extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I know. He like that limb is going to stink. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Actually, both of, both of you also make a stability check as you see this. As you see this, roll it for me. All right, you gonna make you spend anything? Hell no. All right. Uh, yeah, lose four. All right. Always look. All right, that got a one. All right, also lose four. This is. Uh, this is one of your. This is one of the few people you've you've had regular contact with for the last you know three months. He's become he's become your best friend, and he's in a terrible fucking shape now because of this rogue bite from this animal. He refused to watch Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. He is nothing to me. <laughs> oh, you're projecting your own character on that, uh, or yourself on that. Uh, like, I am sad because it's always sad to see a unicorn die. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we get all our stuff back to the thing. All right, yeah, that'll some- be uh, that'll be four athletics points. Um, uh, Viola, Viola, and uh, Galileo are capable of carrying themselves and nothing else. I can. I will spend two athletics. So, mm. all right, uh, and also a health, and also a point of health from everybody. Yeah, yeah. Actually, you're gonna. Actually, someone's gonna have to carry a Viola because she can't uh, breathe well enough. You're gonna have to give her like a fireman oh. thing going on, or a little right, I'll, I'll spend. Old drunk it, help. I'll spend the, uh, I spent two athletics. All right, and I'll, sp- I'll spend two on equipment. Okay. And so then, yeah, the doctor is taking the really uh, uh, respiratorily impaired person. And Galileo has, still has functioning legs, so he walks, but he's still having a super bad day. <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, four health points later, you guys are back at the Soyuz. Uh, where you see... There you see like, an- so, so Galileo, left-handed or right-handed? Not so fast. I guess it's going to be right-handed now, right? Nice. Just kidding. I'm already right-handed. But, Ow. Mm. This really fucking hurts. Um, and yeah, you come back and you see that you see that um, you see that uh, Edward has has uh, constructed a very uh, elaborate, uh, very elaborate network of uh, of uh, long sticks, and is uh, has the frame has the framework of a uh, of a lean-to. Uh, constructed. Oh, so it won't do. Uh, hopefully, it will be enough to stop whatever those things are. I'm just kind of wet, wiping sweat from my brow and probably looking a little paler. Yeah. Um. Uh. Any, any physiological changes? Not that I can tell. So I've changed the bandage. It 
it hurts, but I guess it doesn't look any worse. Um, actually, as you, if you uh, change the bandage, you'll, you notice that the area was very inflamed. So, uh, just just let me guzzle every bit of antibiotic that I can in the vein attempt. Wait, it's not it's not about antibiotic. I, I have some yeah. bad news. <laughs> yeah, we we've actually already established that that's what we did to Galileo, and that didn't work. Uh, also, it's venom, not a bacteria. Also, it's it's necrotizing, and uh, so. Oh, well, yeah, make a stability check. Barring... <laughs> make a stability check. Yeah. Wait, wouldn't the actually wouldn't the antibi- uh, antibiotics help with the septus? Oh, uh, they would help with the sepsis. Yes, they're not going to help with the, yeah. with the with the with, with the, the actual venom. Yeah, they're not going to yeah, help the with blood the blood poisoning. You got you got you got your defense there. So, but no, I got a six. All right, yeah. You know what? If you you know what? If you come out of the if you come out of this as a as a man who survived crashing and losing a foot. And still saved his entire team. I'm not just... only getting a mural, I'm getting a statue. Yes. Yes. Of your foot. <laughs> <laughs> my right foot. Or is it his left foot? That's it's my his, left this foot. It's his left foot, yeah. My it's left, left foot. foot. <laughs> They'll write a play about that. <laughs> uh, that'll never catch uh, it. Are the skies still relatively clear? Um, it's, it's still cloudy. You can, all of you can see the, uh, the very, uh, impending clouds off to the side, but you know that the storm, uh, the storm will not arrive for hours. Yeah. We oh. should send off another flare. They may not be able to find us, but maybe they can pinpoint us for after the storm. Certainly can't hurt. So. By the way, uh, how many days worth of rations did we have? Uh, one, you had, right? uh, you had one. So somebody's going to need to go <laughs> hunting. <laughs> Damn it. I told you we should have eaten that mole rat thing, mole badger. <laughs> Lots of fat. I thought we'd have at least three days. We have no idea what <laughs> that was host to. It's venomous. There's not a good chance it's poisonous also. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense. What's, what eats that? Like, there's just it in the coats. It's clearly the apex predator of this uh, ecosystem. <laughs> I say this having seen a total of two organisms, uh, two animals on this. So uh, I am extremely confident. Uh, well, are, do we see any goats? Uh, yeah. There's, like I said, there's some goats on the cliffside. I could spend all my shooting, shoot us a goat, and not have any left for mole attacks. Do you want to do that? Nope, no, I don't. <laughs> uh, fuck it. I'll do a shooting with no points in shooting. Uh, I'll just make a base uh, roll. Do you have, um, right. do you have uh, infiltrate? Do I? Uh, no. Uh, uh, infiltration? No, I'm a cop. I don't need a. I don't need no stinking infiltration. All right. Um, well, you know I the scene. Can I flee towards them? <laughs> Well, you can still roll infiltrate without without points in it. All right. That's you know if you get closer, you know if you get closer, then you have a then you'll have a you know obviously you'll have a better shot because this thing has a maximum range of about two hundred yards, and you have fucking iron sights. Uh three sixty no scope. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and roll it. All right, it's about a health test to get close to goats. Fuck to be one of the women that stare at goats. <laughs> uh yeah all right you are you are within a hundred yards um of one of the right. ones that has come a little further down to graze upon the uh the the snow covered foliage oh fuck it i'll roll i'll i'll spend one shooting all right <laughs> uh yeah it's a good thing you spent that one 
Let's roll damage. Oh come on! If I have to, if I roll one on damage and I don't kill the goat after spending that, I am going to be very sad. Uh, no, fuck! You rolled a six. You fucking you get it through the fucking hearts. Yeah, I do. All right. It slump. Uh, it slumps down the cliff, and you can hear you can hear it the meaty you can hear the meaty sounds as it as it rolls and thumps the rest of the way down. <laughs> Pre needed flesh. Uh, it's tenderized saw- now. Tenderized. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it's tenderized. Uh, I will bring. I will spend another point of health to haul my kill back up yeah. to those. And another point of athletics to drag it behind you. Down to one athletics. All right. Great job. Yeah, you got you got you got a pretty you got a big old meaty goat here. All right. Who knows how to cook and clean goats? Unless investigative procedure. Well, I've studied a serial killer who did this to people. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure the same principles apply. I'll say you can I make a like, pro, I'll say you can make a preparedness roll to well prepare it. I will spend five. Fuck All right. It, I want fucking feast. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you roll an eight. Yeah. You, yeah. yeah, using that knife, you're able to you're able to take choice you're able to take choice cuts of choice cuts of goat, and hell, you even uh, you even have you even managed to get you may manage to separate the pelt. You now have uh, a, you now nice. have a, you now have a big you now have a big thick goat pelt. I crafted into goat armor plus one. Yes, uh, with polymer armor mods. Uh, sorry. Uh, a lot for you speaking there. Uh, so at least we have food for another day. Um, tasty, tasty goat. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not riddled with parasites. That would be bad. That would be bad. That would be unfortunate. Let's hope it's not bad. <laughs> we, we oh. doctor. Turns out the you... goats are full of toxins. What? Uh, no, actually, that, uh, you know, regardless of how you usually like your steak, you should probably do this one well done. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, so you have the yeah. Are you gonna do you cook the goat up? Yeah, of course. All right. Um, so, um, all of you, uh, as you're, uh, as you guys are working on the shelter, um, all of you smell something that you have not, that you have not, uh, or you all encounter something that you have not encountered in so, so long. You, you, uh, actually smell food cooking. Um, it is a, in, in this, in this, in the misery of this area, it is a simple pleasure. Each of you can restore one stability as you experience, uh, as you experience something that you have missed for a very, very long time. Yay. Do we have to make stability checks? Are you, that, is that what you're doing? Are you making us have stability? Or do, can we have stability back? You get stability so, back. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's all right. Each of you, each of you get a point of stability back. That's what I'm Yay. saying. Thank you. I'm not saying you make a stability check. It's awe-inspiring. You go crazy from the smell of meats. The goat was really from Carcosa. If that's what you're going for, uh, Carcosa. Oh, oh, oh! Um, that, that that physically hurt me. <laughs> Did it hurt I, you more than so you think you can fly? Uh, <laughs> Remember that one? Yes. I'm still reeling a little bit from that one. <laughs> but I yes, never, um, you guys, I will share that at tomorrow's Delta Green game. Oh god, so. you guys, you guys take a you guys take a brief break from shelter building to to uh and to enjoy uh to enjoy some delicious uh hot cooked goat with no seasoning. It tastes um it still tastes better than it still tastes better than most of what you ate on the ISS. Is uh all of you your sense of smell is working again? As there isn't like. Uh, an extra uh, ten pounds of blood moving through your uh, nasal passages. 
<laughs> like, oh my god, I smell the smell. I tasted a taste. Yeah, it's not just recycled air. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I think we've pretty much done everything. So uh, was I able to strip out enough to basically... Um, how many... Is it still just three people, or could we have, like, squeeze one more in? Um, you... It's, uh... I mean, did you, um... How much athletics do you have left? Like, what what is your athletics pool right now? Uh, two. Okay. Um, if you spend two athletics and two health, I'll say you can spend the time you didn't spend building your elaborate structure of sticks that people can pile snow on. You spent just ripping all of the just ripping all of the stuff out of the cockpit to make this to just basically live inside the Soyuz hull. Okay. Uh, right. I, I can do that if you want. Like I've got. I've got some health and athletics to spare. I, I I have enough here too. So I'm I still I'm down to like the three and zero, uh, three health and zero athletics. So I can I can work. So I'm probably on my way out anyway. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. So, uh, so uh, and the rest of you can make athletics checks to uh to start piling to start uh piling snow in proper locations. If anybody has architecture or anything like that, you can use that to reinforce the structure. I, I don't think uh, fear itself drills that drills down that deep. Uh, there isn't there is an architecture skill. Um, huh. <laughs> really really unlikely anybody would take it in this scenario though. Uh, uh, hilariously hilariously the only person that has is Galileo. <laughs> oh Galileo. I've got mechanics and sense or, or mechanics and repair. I'll say you, I'll say if you want to use mechanics, um you can you can use that to try and reinforce the to try and reinforce it with methods you've learned. All of you have taken sure. a survival course as part of your astronaut training, so. <sighs> so uh, at least that at least that's getting put to you good use. Do yeah. I make a check or just uh, yeah make make a make a check, and then everybody else yeah. uh everybody else can make athletics spends to or athletics uh, rolls to pile stuff on. Build All right, you, build, I get four. Build yourself a good shelter. Do I need to spend athletics or health as part of that? Uh, spend a point of uh, spend a point of athletics. Um. And what about the what, what about the other two? Is you are you uh, what are you doing for athletics or health? I'll say athletics and health are interchangeable at this point. If you want to improve an uh, athletics check, athletics is one, health is four. Yeah. So I will four and four. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you guys want to spend? Uh, I will spend one of each. Bring me to athletics zero and health three. Okay. So. Uh. Good. Okay. Wow. All right. You did. You did good. You make a good shelter. Um, and what about uh, what about Leah? Uh, with the spends, that's up to a four. Okay. Um, so yeah, you guys start piling. You guys start piling in the snow, and between layers of that, uh, between between layers of that, uh, uh Casimir uh, tells you guys to stop as he uh, as he takes one of the ground flares and tears it tears it open and uses the heat from the flare to melt the snow a little bit to create a nice sheet of ice that you then pile more snow on and keep doing this to improve the structure and the uh, wind resistance. Hmm. Um and yeah, as the uh, as you can feel the as the as you uh um yeah, as uh as the wind starts whipping up and the snow begins to fall, you guys have you guys have your shelter uh, more or less uh, mo- mostly uh, mostly constructed now. Yeah. Um. So um, I will say, uh, uh, Edward, make another health test. Oh boy. Okay. Two. All right. Uh, take five damage. Holy shit. 
Okay. From that from that unchecked wound, as it's really starting, it's 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 burning, it's pulsing. You can... And I am down to negative two. All right, yeah, you're fine. <clears throat> I'm probably running a massive fever and vomiting at this point. Um, yeah, you're having a bad day. You are actually at the point where you you're actually at the point where you have taken a mild injury. <laughs> Please do not vomit in the cockpit. No guarantees. Everyone will start I'll, uh, vomiting. I'll, I'll spend a point of medic. To it's like the champagne room, all right? Don't vomit in it. All right, you're going to spend your, a point of medic to bring will, it back to zero. Your complaint will not yeah. be registered here in Fort Kickass. All right, your your uh yeah um Leah takes care of, Leah takes care of you. Matt, keeps kind of gives you gives you some of the remaining antibiotics and keeps your fever down. You're back up to zero uh, health. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so we're just going to close it up and hopefully the signal got out and we yeah. can hold out for the rest of the night in our... Although as you, um, night. as you change your bandages out again, um, you see that, you can see that the, you can see that the, 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 the flesh, uh, where you got scratched is beginning to, is beginning to necrotize, make a stability roll. Oh God. Five. <laughs> I'm sick, but I'm surprisingly okay with it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you, yeah, you know, if you... It's at this point. It's the Dolph Lundgren thing. If you just if you he gotta dies, go, you gotta dies. go. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> I, I am prepared for it. Yeah, no, I will get that. I'm gonna get my mural. I'm gonna get a statue. I'm gonna get a national holiday. The last cosmonaut. Yep. All right. So who's stuffing themselves inside the Soyuz? Uh, I Actually, am. if you die before us, you're not the last at cosmonaut. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, Casimir. Casimir. That means I have to kill all of you. <laughs> Wait, I'm not a cosmonaut. I'm a. You're Jackson. You're, you're, an, you're an astronaut still. That's what all the all the ones that are united with NASA are just astronauts. Yeah. So it's just it's just Casimir. He's yeah, your only just, competition. Yeah, you're like. Highlanders. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Russians are like Highlanders in that regard. So. <laughs> it's not the, what, oh, if if the quickening happens and you're all in the capsule with me, you are screwed. I'm not cosmonaut. You, I am just a mortal. You're just being a dick if you're killing me. Like, that's not helping you at how all. Does, how does that? Ha- how can I control lightning shooting out of my neck after I? Because you have to, to be the, the last cosmonaut to get the prize. Oh my god! The prize being the mural at the Cosmodrome. It all makes sense. It's all coming together. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, no, I, I I spent a lot of time on this, so I believe that garners my two feet in the capsule. So. I got I killed the goat. You motherfuckers had dinner because of me. How many people could fit in it? Uh, four now, because he stripped out the place where the he stripped out all the all of the all of the instrumentation that's sitting in a big pile next to your shelter. Casimir will quietly load one of the guns and sit leaning up against the side <laughs> of the pod. <laughs> Thanks, Casimir. I'll I'll stay outside too. <laughs> You're afraid. All right, and uh, you guys, uh, um, yeah. So they close the they close the hatch and uh, hunkered. Before they close, Casimir said, "Leah, I think maybe you should be inside." Uh, well, I'm not taking the place of a sick person. Yes, but you're the only one who can take care of them. So the two six people, Leah, and then, um, we. <laughs> Do you have any dice? Do you have a coin? Oh, rock, there, paper, there, scissors. There, there are three. Uh, it's there are three sick people and a doctor. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make this easy. Kevin's yeah, yeah. He doesn't have to. He, what, that other guy doesn't have to run anywhere. He's still got two functioning arms. 
Oh, good grief. But yeah, we'll lock ourselves up and begin the night. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you guys like also do you guys uh, pile snow in front of the entrance as well? Or you want to like be able to look out? Uh, I think we should be able to look out because uh, honestly, we can lock down the hatch. So actually, no, we should pile it up because if they can't hear us, then we're safer. It's a solid thing. Well, that, that, what that, are we going to see? What's the point in seeing them coming? It, yeah, it's a fucking snowstorm anyway. <laughs> yeah. There's that. <laughs> but if they can't, but if we have a hole in it, they're more likely to hear us and be like, oh, what's that sound? That sounds like dinner. Derp, derp, derp. <laughs> oh, God. They're so, not a wise species. They, they aren't. I, I said that. No. I mean that's their language. I, I I'm pretty pretty good translating it. Yeah, you, yeah. You spent your point of languages to learn it, uh, Himalayan mole. Um, all Himalayan right. mole badger. Yeah. Venomous. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you guys uh, pile. You guys pile the remaining. Uh, you guys pile a bunch of snow in, in the front and uh, uh, hunker down. Yeah. And I guess I'll pull the stock off the back of the one gun and use it as a machete. <laughs> you, yeah. You take yeah, you take the sheath, you take the uh, the soft sheath off of it. You th- as you're looking at it, you you realize that uh, you realize that you, you you briefly wonder if you can still use your role as capsule commander to just take it home with you, as is the tradition. <laughs> so let's see. So the uh, so as you guys hunker down, you can hear the uh, even inside your many many layers of snow and ice, you can still hear the wind uh, whipping uh, whipping through the whipping through the valley. Um, and the the occasional buffeting against your against your crazy shelter that you've con- that you've meticulously constructed. Yep. Um. So let's see. Um. So let's see. So for the uh for the first portion of the night, it's uh for the first portion of the night, everything everything is smooth sailing. Um. As the uh as the as the night goes as the night goes on, you can you can you notice that the uh that the um uh words um you can you can hear some cracking through the through the many through the uh the ice layers you set up and you notice that the uh you notice that the the timber that has been set up uh to reinforce it is starting to is starting to uh buckle mm. uh is that something like because it's just so much shit is piling up on top of there's it? a lot of shit piling up and a, there's a lot of shit piling up and a lot of wind um on one snow side, on one side, you're got, yeah. It's mostly, it's mostly, it's mostly the, the the mostly the weight of snow building up on one side of your shelter, likely. Um, yeah. Okay. Is there any way to fix it? Um, you could try and you could, uh, you could try and take some of you could try and take uh, you could try and take some of the some of the timbers from the other side to reinforce it. Um, okay. Uh, that might be highly dangerous too, especially in the middle of the snowstorm. Uh, or alternately, uh, you can, you, alternately, you can take some of the snow that's left in here and start trying to pile it up, or uh, I don't know, lean against it. Um, I lean against it. I will lean against it. All right. I'll spend a point of health to do so. All right. Yeah. You you become you become the pillar that you become the pillar that your shelter needs. <laughs> I am the fine buttress. <laughs> and um, all right. And uh, the um. You both of you, both of you stay awake all night, um, just keeping an eye on, keeping an eye on your shelter. But uh, being being pretty warm between the uh, between the many uh, between the many inches of insulation you've created from the outside. Um, let's see, uh, Edward, make another health test. Okay. 
Big whammy, big whammy, uh, big four. whammy. All right, four. Really, uh, all right. <laughs> well, is that includes penalty for being below zero health? Uh, no, he's I'm exactly zero. He's, he's he's exactly at zero health now. Although I think that's um actually that is that is still um let's see uh although in any case it was uh you need to make a five um so take an take an additional six damage. Oh, you're out. Actually, I think you have to make another test to see if you you still survive. Yeah, as the pain as the pain of the necrosis becomes uh, unbearable. Five. All right, you're still awake. You wish you weren't, but I, you are. I am Russian incarnate, and when I do end up being the lone survivor of this, <laughs> what you're gonna die way before I do. You like... Shut the hell up. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, make another stability roll. Jesus. Uh, that one fails too. Alright. Uh yeah, lose another lose another three. Uh you're definitely absolutely losing that leg. You're hoping you're not losing your life as well. Negative one. Now I'm starting to panic. Yeah. You've they've broken through the they've broken through the facade through through your stone the uh stony heart, facade. Yeah, your your stony Russian exterior. <laughs> you're beginning to show feelings. I I, I really want my mural. And um yeah, but uh, eventually you eventually you uh outside hear the uh hear the wind uh hear the wind begin to die down. Um looking at your watch you can see that it's uh you can see that it's uh it's still fairly early in uh still fairly early in the day. Um it's uh oh, mor- morning the morning is broken now. Um Are we totally buried? Uh yeah. Um it'll uh you can make uh make athletics, um you can spend health from this to tunnel your way out. Alright, I'll spend one to tunnel my way out. Alright, get is the anybody, use visible. Is anybody so, uh is anybody else assisting in the tunneling process? I'm in really in no position to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, you just sit there and think about what you've said. Sit there and nurse your <laughs> what? sit there and nurse your dying leg. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> okay, what did I do exactly to you to deserve the salty turn? I don't know. I'm just being salty. <laughs> because it's one in the morning. <laughs> uh all right. Oh, because yeah, sorry. Um. All right. So who else is spending, or who else uh, is assisting? In... Okay. Who else... is anybody else assisting in this? Yeah, yeah I'll help. Help dig it. out, or I'll dig out. All right. Uh, what are you? How, or, uh, what are you spending? Are you going to be the leader on this? Uh, I'm willing to be, or I may be able to dig out myself. Oh wait, this is the like they have to spend two to even assist. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, well, I am down to two, so I don't want to go to zero health, so I cannot assist you. Because I've still got three athletics. Because, yeah, I'm okay. down to zero athletics. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. Uh, yeah, then I'll, think, spend, I'll spend. I'm zero athletics. athletics and two health. I think I'll just have. Casimir will probably spend three athletics to dig out. Alright. So you got three and three, so that's a plus five between the two of you. Oh, do we? Oh, you're gonna or, spend or is or is or is Axe helping out? No, I'm spending. I'm spending uh, the two. For okay. All right. And each of you that are doing that, you can drop a health point to, to also tunnel out instead of spending the you know single athletics. All right. Um. So yeah, make that roll. Seven. All right. Yeah. You see. You see daylight through the snow. Um. And you kind of come back and start like shoving snow off of the off of the off of the capsule. Everybody inside, uh, everybody inside is able to start seeing uh, light through the one window that's facing upwards. Yeah. Um, and I'll say that uh, you can make sense trouble tests. Okay. 
I will spend my remaining. I'll spend two points. Okay. I'll spend, uh, I will spend, spend the rest two, of the... get four. I'll spend three. All right. Uh, oh, yeah, you I forgot. Um, okay, uh, goddamn. <laughs> I got six. All right. What I got? And uh, and Nato got an eight. Uh, so Nato, you hear you hear very you hear very clearly off in the distance the sound of the sound of buffeting on the air, like helicopters. That's yeah, it sounds like helicopters. I shoot a flare. All right, yeah. Uh, you see them come over. You see them come overhead. Uh, there's not enough space to land, but you see that uh, somebody uh, there's a harness that drops out the side with a guy uh, with a with a guy coming down. It's uh begins you guys begin uh loading up into the uh into the chopper yay <laughs> and uh let's see um so let's uh uh galileo and galileo um uh, the 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 necrosis was uh was a was a bit too much um the uh they end up they end up taking off his they end up uh, taking off his arm but it appears that the that from the bite and from the closeness to his radial artery the necrotoxin actually spread through the rest of his body um so and, he was pretty much gone yeah he uh, he does he does not survive too long after the after rescue um let's see but uh <laughs> edward make a make a final health test oh, come on <laughs> Uh, I'm checking out. Yeah, Don't worry, I'll... Edward. I'll make sure you get that mural. The biggest goddamn mural. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh yeah, last cosmonaut. <laughs> <laughs> the last cosmonaut. You gotta outlive. Yes! Well, you gotta you gotta outlive all the rest of them too. And that just becomes Afro They're Samurai. Older than you are. Uh, last cosmonaut on the last mission. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last. The last surviving. The, the yeah. last assist. All right. Most recent cosmonaut in space. Oh the my god. And for those of you who survive, you take on different roles at you take on different roles at uh, at your respective space agencies, which are uh, changed to other, which are changed to duties of trying to clean up orbital debris. Um, life become life becomes a, a bit more difficult um, as the as the decades go on, as the uh, as geostationary satellites begin to run out, their their batteries begin to run out, they run out of propellant, um, various things, networks go down. Um, Land uh, everything everything moves back to landline communications or hardline communications and shortwave radios. Um, as the uh, and um, yeah. Can we, can we name the uh, Himalayan mole badgers after Edward and Galileo? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys, yeah, you guys can, you guys can, re- you guys can recount your harrowing story, and I guess if you want, and also talk about the talk about this new form of life you've uh, found in the Himalayas. So that's neat. So um, I got that. So yeah. So that. So that was the that was the Kessler syndrome. Oh, well, so that's that. interesting. So no, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I, I, survival. Um, I've I've come to describe it as gravity meets the gray. Yeah, it's a good way to describe it. Um, the only thing I would probably do, just because seeing our runtime is about like thirty minutes and thinking in a con, is that you may start after the introductions, basically immediately start them saying, "All right, um, you are on, on this, but there was an emergency ca- it came up, and uh, you're crashing now." Just kind of just immediately punch them into the, the Soyuz and having them yeah. have to deal with that. I mean, if that's the thing. Like the thing is. We're going to do the procedures to not die. I mean, that's the the, the sure, biggest sure, thing. Sure. So, like, just start in there. And the other thing is, I would give them more like possible strategy. 
strategies for surviving, like saying, well, maybe there's a camp over there. Uh, so instead of just like, I don't know, I felt like we, we had to do the most obvious thing to survive because holy shit, we have to not die. Yeah. So like, if there was like, well, we should go and get help. Sure. A camp so if there's, over there. sure. So, so place, so place settlements that you can go to, to try and, uh, try and get help. Yeah. Well, like the idea, like maybe. Or, okay. One yeah. That was, that was a thing that I had, uh, that I had in, uh, that I had done in another game that they had found another exit and they had started actually, uh, heading down the mountain or trying to head towards some sort of settlement, um, yeah. and hadn't just hunkered up. Um, but that was also, that was a three person game. So they lost the, in a three person game, the, the only one of them crashes in the Himalayas and they lose the capsule. <sighs> so, uh, no, that's, then that would actually make sense too. But yeah, if, well, like I said, a couple more options just to come up with of different avenues to find it. Cause, sure. um, the rat, yeah, the, the those new, li- those horrifying, like, yeah, I didn't want the scenario to be about them. Like I was trying to avoid making it about them. They show up once and then they cause a they cause a big problem and the rest of it is like just the survival. survival. Yeah. So no, and that's actually good too. Um the only thing I would probably do different as a suggestion is um again, since we've been in most of the people have been in space for at least ninety days at the mo- at the least. Mm-hmm. Um going ahead once we get back to Earth, making the initial checks that first couple hours when they're much harsher just to kind of at least uh, space it. You can space it out and make them realize that, Oh, we should be really careful about all our movements or else it can really affect us. Yeah. So. I was, yeah. I was trying to hammer that home with like, with the, with just the, as you guys are getting up, like, goddamn, you feel real heavy. Yeah. So with well, that, yeah, I mean, like, I know you mentioned this before, like using the rules from invasive procedures for, Walking wounded stuff was a good idea. Yeah, that's the next one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would, if I would, I mean, yeah, as a straight survival scenario, this was good. I mean, I think maybe, like, not necessarily like, oh, go to a settlement or not go to a settlement, but maybe if there are some other things. Possible, if there's, like, if there's other, major... if there's other signs of hope, basically, give them, well, give, like, give them yeah. something, give them something else to work towards. Uh, yeah, like make it, make it a val- valid thing. Like, do we do the risky thing now or do we stay near the capsule or like, oh, maybe there's a, an abandoned antennae or an abandoned site we could scavenge supplies from nearby. Yeah. Uh, like there's weird places in the Himalayan mountains. Yeah. You know, there could be an abandoned village or a military site or, um, I mean, I would go full weird and be like, you're near a monastery. And, oh, boy, this is a weird one. And <laughs> they don't like technology. So, uh, oh, God, yeah, make them like full on Luddites that are actually scared of the comets that have fallen from the sky. Uh, so, but, yeah, couple, it's yeah. Sorry. That's OK. I was gonna say a couple more days and maybe even a uh, time lapse could be interesting, too. Mm hmm. Yeah, um, cause the, the, the basic thing I, the thing I had based this on was actually a line from, uh, Chris Hadfield's Astronaut's Guide to Life on Earth, where he basically says in the event of, uh, it, during a Soy, during a Soyuz launch, in the event that, um, uh, what is it? In the, in the event that the, that the, uh, Soy, when you get to the second stage, if that fails to ignite, they have to perform an emergency abort, and that will cause them to crash into the Himalayas, and it will basically, from there, they have to just, to hold out for three days while they wait for rescue to show up and so that was kind of the base that was the time frame i had set this up on um but yeah making making it take making it take a little longer so that there's a there's more supplies but um time kind of passes could also be an alternative 
if you wanted so. if if we wanted to expand it out to a larger to a, a larger kind of scouting range that's true so and if you wanted to continue on it, yeah. set it up as a continuation um maybe and maybe not into a full campaign but at least into a couple of games uh try to make contact realize that the satellite system and communications are far more borked than, than we thought and then slowly trying to make our way back to civilization realizing that things are starting to collapse around us so well i mean that's a different game i, don't like, I would, yeah i was yeah, thinking that, if you, that's total, that's like more of a campaign too. that's what i think yeah if you not maybe not a even a full campaign but just you know like a three or four games just to kind of as the first primer or you know what would be really cool is if there's like a crazy hermit like that we can't we don't know how to talk to like none of us like he speaks some weird dialect none of us know and he doesn't know who we are and we can't <sighs> communicate very he like we, we like maybe he, he he could be just someone maybe he's a western tourist who's so strung out on drugs he doesn't even remember his own language he just lives there or he could be just some goat herder looking for his goats and then he sees us and he's like the fuck are you and you know just has no idea where we're from uh and just trying to communicate with him uh that could be interesting it's just yeah it's just right now i mean it's a great idea for a thing but it's a very very linear thing where it's like we will do the most obvious thing to not die is the solution most of the time so sure uh there's not enough it's really good on atmosphere and on the rules for the mechanics for simulating the thing but like it's a very linear thing. But I, I mean, if for a con, you want that to a degree, but maybe like have two or three branches sure, of it. Sure. Like, yeah. So, so that's the main yeah. thing. So, yeah. So, so in- introduce more elements. Yeah, yeah. Introduce more choice. Sure. Is what I would do. Um, because right now it was do the, do the thing that's best for survival. Uh, <laughs> to where if it's, if that's not so clear, then it's more like, well, I think this is better and that kind of stuff. So yeah. But anyways, I had a good time. Yeah, as did I. So no, thank you for inviting us. This is great. So yeah, no. Um, yeah, thank you. All right. Oh, no problem. So. All right. Yeah. Sorry, it went a lot later than expected. I was not. Ex- I did not expect Craigslist guy to show up when he did. Oh no um, problem. So. And also, then no. there was a lot more. There was a lot more digging around than I expected. No problem. So and ho- I, I do apologize. Hopefully, I wasn't fading out too much. I'm just I'm still. Oh yeah, no. From my my new schedules and it's cool. How I need it's cool. Yeah, it's fine. And luckily enough, I think I, I should be okay because tomorrow I have no actual visits with clients, so I can just seclude myself in the office and work on paperwork sure. okay. until <laughs> I do. Uh, all right, so talk to you guys later. Yeah, yeah talk to you guys yeah. later. Good night, Internet. No. All right, night, guys. Night. <laughs>